Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Collective Podcast. Uh, hit that subscribe button on YouTube if you're watching. And click that little uh, bell on the side so you know exactly when our videos drop. If you're listening on any other devices, hit that subscribe button. And thank you for listening and enjoy the show. But remember, get that leg. What is going on, everybody? This is Collective Podcast here. Gerard Yuselli speaking. Christian always looking uncomfortable to my right and very proud of him for doing so. So I wanted to do an announcement that we are going to have Craig Lloydrin, comedian on Staten Island. He is going to be with us for about an hour. We are looking forward to conversing with him just about his life, his wonderful things that he's been doing in the comedy world, and very excited to make that happen. Oh, yeah, we are so excited for him to be here. We had him here about a month ago um, doing recordings for Chris Marcianti's uh, Satanic Mingle, which you can find on Vimeo. Just type in Guerrilla Revolution Productions. It's right there. Hilarious guy. He was, had us on the floor dying. Every word that he said, we just grasped it onto. We had a great time. And we invited him on today, and we're going to have a great time. But first, I'd just like to make a couple of announcements. Firstly... This episode, after this episode drops, next week on the 27th of July, we are having the first episode of Collective Gaming. Yeah! And the first episode is Maniac Mansion. This is James Feluca's favorite all-time games, the first game that he ever played. It's me, it's Jimmy, it's Jerry. Jerry not knowing what the hell is going on. I had no idea what was going on. What an amazing time, though. Jerry's having a great time watching. Then, the week after that, August 3rd, we're dropping another episode of the podcast. It's Tales from the Filmmakers. Makes its epic return. And we're, we're this Ooh. week, in this episode, we're going to be watching Mind Vision, Caputo Collective's first uh, film under the old Caputo Productions banner. Oh, we're going boy. To be, we're going to be talking about Gerard's first time producing, how, how uncomfortable he was, how uncomfortable I was, the uh, production, the really... Hard production that was going on at the it time. It was just getting hot in there. The pre-production, uh, the aftermath, which that's just ridiculous story. The day after aftermath, the months aftermath, my personal life turning to shambles during pre-production. Uh, Black Sun being in pre-production at the time that we were still post-production of Mind Vision, and of course a watch along. August tenth is another episode of. Of collective gaming, which will be playing my favorite game, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 on Genesis. Uh, it's me, Jimmy, and Jerry again. Jimmy falling asleep on me. Jerry just not knowing what the hell's going on. I'm surprised that he fell asleep before I did. I give him so much credit in the world. And then, of course, the week after that, we're dropping another episode of the podcast. Don't know what's that going to be about yet. Might be a guest, might be a topic, who knows. But It might not even be Christian. Yeah, but of course, we are striving to bring more uh, product, more content for you, for you wonderful fans in YouTube world and in uh, just uh, the world in general. Also, I'd like to make an announcement about where we are, where you can finally listen to us. Uh, we're now on Stitcher, so you can find us on Stitcher. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Breaker. We're on Castbox, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, of course, Stitcher and Anchor. You can find us all at Collective Podcasts. 
on that. And uh, Jerry, you have your uh, restaurant crawl that you want to Yes, do? I do. So I have my first restaurant crawl for Sunrise Day Camp, helping give summer back to children with cancer. It is going to be between August 8th to August 10th. Four restaurants on Staten Island are participating in this. That includes Da Piera, which is one of our sponsors. Also, we have Miller's Ale House, we have Hop Shop, and we also have Jimmy Matt's. Really looking forward to a collaborative effort in our Staten Island community and making sure that this cause is being prevalent throughout and very excited to be working with everybody on this. And of course, Jerry, it's for a good cause, of course, sending kids to uh, summer camp. Uh, and yeah, so uh, that's it for uh, announcements. And no topics beforehand because Craig Laurentian is on his way it's coming. the headliner. And he is definitely going to make you guys laugh. He always makes us laugh. Uh, yeah, so let's uh, head over to the interview. Yeah. What is going on, everybody? This is Collective Podcast. We got Jerry speaking to you. We have Christian ignoring me to my left. Very honored of that. After nine episodes, it is finally my opportunity to host, and I hope this is the biggest regret that Christian will have. I'm already regretting it. I can't blame you. So... We're going to introduce our guest right here, Craig Loydrin. Say all about yourself right now. All about myself. All about yourself. There you go. What up, um, yeah, what's up, guys? Now, thank you for having me. This is cool. Uh, I, I've sat in this chair before for other things. The so, hot seat. The hot seat. So, uh, for, but for you guys, not for your podcast. I'm. Um, it's an honor to be here tonight, today, today, this afternoon, this morning, whatever <laughs> setting we're uh, pretending it to be. What are we pretending it to be? Next Friday night? In Fidlin. All right. <laughs> Let me just look but that not up. not in Switzerland, bro. All right. All righty, guys. We're in daylight savings. Uh, it's like nighttime. <laughs> Eastern so, Standard. So mo the most important question, and I have to do this on the first question for you, Craig. If right. you weren't wasting your time with us, where would you be right now? <laughs> if I wasn't, um, I ate some bad chicken last night. I'd probably be on the toilet at home. Right now, I'm afraid to laugh too hard because I don't want to push nothing. Oh, man. Yeah, that could happen. It could, oh, the bathroom's right behind me, exactly. though, right? Exactly. If I just, this if I make the, the oh my face, like the ooh, <laughs> and you see me run off, just just keep talking. There you keep go. Keep talking. You, you know, I, I already told you. No, I, um, I did really eat bad chicken and have a bellyache, but... Like I, I'm a 48-year-old man. I have a bellyache. I have a bellyache. Uh, what would I be doing? I'm really 84 right now. It's, yeah, yeah. it's Sunday. Uh, my uh, Probably down my old man's visiting or something. There you, you go. Know, looking for a free meal. And <laughs> that's how it's done. So, so more chicken for you. Then. Right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's some good stuff, bro. So I'm thinking uh, we should just go into the Netflix series because when you were showing us last time, we were having like the recording sessions for one of Chris Marcianti's project. We were, we were very fortunate to see your work on the Married and Miserable uh, video from Netflix. So I wanted you to explain more of the process on that and how things really came about for it. And, and absolutely. And, and uh, one misconception I just want to clarify before uh, it wasn't shot for Netflix. Like I'm yeah. hoping it goes to Netflix. Uh, so, but so I'm already it was it. No, that's that's okay. It was uh, it was shot in specs in all the specs for Netflix, so uh, they would approve of it. Uh, but we're still waiting. It is actually in the hands of somebody right now nice. that I'm very excited about. I can't talk too much about because I I've put it in the hands of a few people already and have been thoroughly disappointed by their lack of you know you find out very quickly that people don't want to get involved and like oh that's this is not my wheelhouse this is not my wheelhouse this is not my the most common answer and for some of the people it's totally legit and i just sent it to them to get their opinion because they're pros in the business and i wanted to see if they knew anybody but there was a couple of people uh that i, I really thought there's two people in particular i thought were going to help me and so far both of them have tanked so someone else surprisingly enough came out and 
they have it. They're a big deal, and, and uh, they said they're going to launch it next week. Uh, and I'm really, really, really excited about it. And uh, I'm, so, you know, biting the fingernails. <laughs> Don't you find wheelhouse to be one of those very cringy professional words that everyone uses, and you kind of look at them like, this is so like 1985. Right, well, well, 85 was a good year for me, so <laughs> I had hair uh, in 1985, and I smiled, and I was happy, and I was a teenager, and I was skinny, and now look at me. <laughs> I'm this bumbling mess before you this evening. Um, uh, no, the, the, wheel, the word wheelhouse doesn't bother me. It's the words, not my, in front of it. Yeah. That's the ones, because as soon as you hear that, you know what, you know wheelhouse is coming. Exactly. But you, you, you already got like the stank eye with the, well, this is not my wheelhouse. You You're like, ah. Through, you could read it through the email. Yeah, and it's, I tell you, I've heard that particular expression. It's just a common expression in the biz, but I heard it like four times from like four different people. No lie, in the, you know, since I've been trying to sell. Uh, my special, and I was just like, man, could someone else use? You are right. Like, you, can you use another word? You exactly. Know? What's cut now in the comedy business? I'm curious to hear, like, from book cockpit. How's that? There's a, there's a great <laughs> Not right my there. cockpit. Not my cockpit. Nice. That's the new hashtag for collective. Podcast. There you go. That's right, right, right. No, <laughs> the cockpit, not wheelhouse. So I just like saying cockpit for 40 minutes straight. Periodically, <laughs> throughout the rest of this podcast, you will hear cockpit. That's how it's done. So uh, when we were uh, so, so when it comes to like the comedy world and stuff like that, I'm curious to know like what what are some other terms that you hear all the time from like promoters and stuff like that, whether it's on a good or bad basis, but it still kind of has that cringe effect. Uh, well, you know what, New York, when you go like to the city, guy, you know, there's this guy you want you want people to be honest with you, mm -hmm. and in the city, a lot of times, most of the guys are honest. They might be brutally honest, but they're honest with you, like you know, uh, club owners and stuff. But that's the way. You, you don't learn from people kissing your ass and, and patting you on the back. You know, the, oh, the whole, you know, participation trophy doesn't teach real world life. So, but being told that, you know, come back in six months because you suck or whatever. That, right. That's definitely going to wake you up. And, and, or you get all pissy and you go home and think the guy's a dick. Or you listen to him because he knows comedy. But not, a, not all of them know comedy. Um, <clears throat> what, what do I hear? I don't, I don't know. Uh. You get a lot of smiles and handshakes, and then you never hear back from like people. Like the good sportsmanship stuff. Yeah, but in the city, where I was going with, with the city thing is the city, sometimes they won't do that. They'll be like, yeah, you just come back in six months. You're not good right. enough. Or a year or whatever. Or like, you know, to other people, if they're, if they're looking at that, or, you know, you're not fit for, you know, I don't like, you know, your style of comedy for my club. Even though it's like, what, who's your style of comedy? The, the patrons that are coming in? Because you exactly. don't. Because I've had that problem <clears throat> with a few uh, other club owners, uh, there's one in particular, I'm not going to name him or his club or anything, and we uh, we just got off to a bad start, and uh, not off to a bad start, we got off to a good start, and then uh, a couple of months down the road, I made fun of him from the stage, and, and that was the last time I stepped foot in his club, and that was like 2006, oh, boy. so 12 years later, I'm still forbidden to touch his <laughs> anything that he has his name on, so it just shows you what, what happens, you know, you got to just be careful. Uh, was there ever a time in like the club where you've had to follow somebody that was either really good or really terrible? Both, and, absolutely. Like, and like you knew the crowd was like really not. I don't want to say mad, but really just like either exhausted from laughing so much or like the guy was terrible or behind you, where you were just like, oh. Oh yeah, well we had uh, it wasn't just a couple of weeks ago. I had a horrible show. Oh uh, yeah, with, with a group of really good comics, man. The, the crowd. Uh, we were down in Atlantic City, which is a terrible night. The people were just over. Some of them were really drunk. It was a hot day. The air wasn't working in the in the, not in the, in the club. In the whole casino, they were having air conditioning issues like two weeks ago, and uh, people just kind of. They're kind of. It, 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 it really hard to like you want you you got them to laugh and then they would stop right away and 
and uh, some pretty powerful guys went up, and they were just eating shit one after the other, and then, uh, you know, I went up, and I, I, I did, I do what I always do, I, I just go off, I'm an animal, and I give it 150%, and oh, I, yeah. I kind of semi won them over for it, but for what I did, I, like, the, that night especially, like, the other guys like, why? Like, why? I was like, because I don't know how to do it any other way. Exactly. Like, really, you know? <laughs> but we eventually won them over, uh, but, you know, uh, me and, like, Buddha. And, and, but all the other guys that were there were, were good comics. It just shit happens. I've, I've been in the city. Now, when I first started comedy, I'm 18 years. This August is 18 years I'm doing stand-up. When I first started, and I was, I'll never forget, I, I, I was so afraid of my lousy five minutes. You guys know, when you start comedy, oh, yeah. they tell you, write five minutes, and then you go and you do bringer shows, which means you have to bring three, four, or five people that pay full price to get your five minutes on stage. Then after you do a few bringer shows, you know, you do all the open mic nights, and then if you get lucky, you get to a club that likes you and sees your potential, and they start letting you bark for them or sell tickets on the street for stage uh, for stage time. And you go out, and you're that guy on the corner. Hey, comedy show tonight, you know? <laughs> on 42nd Street. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was up on 50th between 8th and 9th. I there started. you go. Yeah, and, I, and I, I had a lot of fun with it, but I did it for years. I did it for three different clubs. And, and you know, you're about to, hey, comedy show. And, you know, you'd make like four or five bucks a ticket. So if you sold uh, eight or ten t- tickets, you made 50 bucks, and you got your stage time. And if you did, if it's two shows, yeah, 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 yeah. And right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was up there when I I watched the guy go down to like two bucks a ticket to newbies. And he was just like, hey, you know, you guys, you, you, the old time is like, whoever's doing this, you you get the old deal. But the new guys are getting less. It's like, wow, that sucks. It's like a starving artist. Yeah. Because you go out and do two or three shows in a night. You'd run out. You'd sell, you'd come back in, you'd do your set, you'd run right back out for the next show. Oh, yeah. And you can make, if you, you hustle on a good night, you make 100 bucks, 150 bucks. If you're really good, I, I probably only made like 80. I was pretty good, but then once I made enough and I paid my gas and tolls, I was like, I, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to go back and be a comic. I don't want to be this guy on the street. It's like your 20 years of sanitation now. Right, <laughs> right but yeah, I was I, five minutes, you know, and I'm sitting there, I'm in a New York comedy club. Uh, Buddy Flip used to run uh, an open mic in there. Uh, really funny guy, been around a long time, great comic. And it wasn't open mic, it was a bringer show. And uh, I was in the back, and my wife was there, and my buddy Lou from my old job was there, and that was it, I had two people, so I threw like another 30 bucks to like fill in the quota of what I was supposed to have to get my stage time. And the comics that went up that night, like that, that I looked on later to realize, like, because what they do is they always pepper in, like I did it for a while after, after I oh, yeah. got more seasoned and doing my thing, I would be the guy getting paid the, you know, 40 or 50 bucks to go do 10 minutes for this open, you know, the, the, the bring a show or whatever, you know, and, uh, but guy, the first guy that came in, I, I, didn't, I didn't even pay attention, was Mitch Hedberg. Oh, now, if you guys man. know who Mitch Hedberg is, Mitch Hedberg was an amazing comic who died of an overdose shit 10 years ago already, probably, he was, the, the guy would like, soup, like the, the guy he talked, he had the no, long hair, he did he shit is. like Bigfoot, like, Bigfoot, why is every picture of Bigfoot blurry? Maybe the pictures aren't blurry. Maybe Bigfoot's blurry, you know, like that's his, that was his thing, you know. When an escalator broke, breaks, it's just stairs. His pacing's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just stairs. You could still transport yourself. I'm just using the stairs. Like, he used to do shit like that. Like take the letter U out of a word, like soup, you know. That, that was like, hey, take the letter U out and just, you know. Stop. Yeah. He was that kind of guy. He was just a funny, and he was there. And like my wife and my buddy watched him and I'm, I'm in the back pacing, reading over my five minutes of notes because they had to be perfect, like, you know. And, and another one um, that they all, everybody got to enjoy that I didn't, although I, I met him a few more times after, was uh, Patrice O'Neill. Oh, wow. Yeah, but I, that's when I started 2001. Those guys already had names for themselves. They were already doing things and stuff. But they would be the guys coming in, like Joe DeVito, who was a couple of years ahead of me but had a lot more, like, fame. And I, I'm still friendly with Joe. And uh, he's, he's alive. The other two guys are dead. 
Uh, Joe, Joe takes care of himself. But, you know, just guys that, that like I came up with, like guys like him and Mike Vecchio, and they all kind of made names for themselves, and now they're out on TV, and I'm like, I'm sitting in your basement on a Sunday talking right. to you for a podcast. No, <laughs> nothing against you guys, but, you know. It's <laughs> yeah. the real fame and glory. Right, 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 right. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. I keep looking at your shirt thinking it's a, a Guns N' Roses shirt, but it's not. It's some random emo band from the last year of War uh, Tour. If, if, if Jerry Citizen, great band from Ohio. Yeah, if, Citizen if, Toledo, Ohio. It's, it's a cool shirt, but every time I look at it, I'm, I'm seeing the Guns N' Roses symbol, but oh, nothing yeah, no, else. I, I could see it now. Yeah, the, the yellow and the white <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the circles. Yeah, yeah. You question my immigration status? I might be, yes. I, where are you from, buddy? Look at you. <laughs> I'm that, from Ohio. What yeah. <laughs> if Jerry's not wearing a band shirt, uh, I get very uncomfortable because it's like, what, what's going on? Exactly. With, what's wrong, Jerry? <laughs> yeah. uh, Anything else wrong. is like completely formal. <laughs> I can wear in his shirt. He's like, what are you dressed for today? <laughs> if you were wearing his shirt, you know, you would look like a... a a big giant baby in like a little tiny shirt, and a fat guy in a little coat kind of thing. Yeah. Not saying you're a fat guy, but he's like twelve pounds. Exactly. You no, guys, are, you you I'm guys solid are sixty two. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm fifteen pounds wet. There you go. Oh boy. You, you guys are every like big and skinny uh, comedy duo ever. I was kind of thinking that the other week. Laurel and Hardy and. Yeah. and, yeah. and, and yeah. I love Laurel and Hardy. There you go. So you guys could be looking. Christian, we have influences now for once, right? Yeah. There you go. See, <laughs> yeah. see that. Yeah. There was a there was a project that, so when Abbott Costello. Oh yeah, oh, I love Abbott Costello. There was a uh, project that you were here for last time uh, called Satan is Mingle, and that was what Chris, was it called? Satan is Mingle. So, all right, because the yeah, first time you said it, you're like Satan is Mingle. I wanted to make sure you weren't afraid to say exactly. it. I'm afraid to say it. I don't want I want I don't want the good dark lord to show I, I, up I, here. We, we are doing this on Sunday, so the uh, right. This really is true. Right, right, right. I'm trying to say Satanist, but God won't let me. It's His day. I just wanted to prepare before church, obviously. Right, Satanist. Isn't that special? <laughs> That's a very special thing. Right. So, uh, That's the church ladies. There you go. <laughs> mm, maybe let me see. Possibly could it be mm, somebody like mm, say mm, Satan? <laughs> I used to love that, man. That's I love that. So as we're, on the, as we're on the subject, it's funny how I was messing up on that, but Gargantia. Oh, my, the word you got. the process. Well, as I, before I explain the process, my OCD has to get out. Chopping broccoli. Because <laughs> as soon as I throw a day to call me, I hear in my head is, I'm chopping broccoli. But you guys know that song? Oh, uh, yeah. Chop, oh. Course, yeah. <laughs> chopping, chopping broccoli. But uh, I had to get that out, so now we can get the Gorgenta. Gorgenta, right? Was it Gorgenta? Gorgenta? Gorgantia. Oh, was it Gorgantia? Yeah. See, I, I definitely have. And what was the other one with the Z? Zartania. 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 See, at least I remembered that. Yeah, but Gorgantia. Zarsanka. Yeah, I did have some issues. With, you know, you get stuck on that one word, and it wasn't, it's not like it's fucking the word hello. I mean, gargantia. Like, and I'm, I'm doing all this other, and the good dark lord showed me the way when I found gargantia, you know? Like, so I, uh, I mean, I did it okay now. I guess I said it enough. It is in my head. But I did have issues saying it when you first brought it up. If you asked me the names of those characters in that, I would not be able to tell you until you said it. There you go. I'd be like, one's a G and one's a Z. <laughs> yeah, so. But uh, how, how was that, like, shooting that? Well, I had a blast. You know what? I, and that's what I, when, I, when we first started the podcast, I said this is the second time I'm in this seat. The first time I sat in this seat talking into the microphones was, in fact, doing the audio, the voiceover work for that sketch, which is really funny. You guys find it out on v, It's on Vimo, right? Or Vimo, right? Oh, here's Vimeo. Vimeo, whatever. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm over. Anybody over the age of 40 doesn't have to pronounce an, or enunciate <laughs> properly any of these. Kitty things you guys are on. What are you on? The twatter? <laughs> the twatter. Um, you know, so. 
uh, Keith. When I heard about Keith, I was like, I smoke Keith. Like, there you go. Yeah, like Keith is the new, the greatest new app. I'm like, you ain't kidding. <laughs> <laughs> app owned, baby. I'm like, ah. But um, uh, yeah. So it's on Vimeo or whatever. And look it up. It's Satanist Mingle. It's on my Facebook page. And you guys, it, it came out really, really well. I, I, I had mentioned earlier. You know, anytime you do a project, uh, big or small, you, you still like for me. It's my face. I don't want to just do anything. I've walked away from a few things, and I, I, who am I to walk away from anything? I'm oh, nobody. Yeah. I shouldn't. But if I look at something, I'm like, wow, this looks really stupid. Nah, I don't want to be a part of it, you know? So, um, and then when I see something that looks pretty good, and uncertain, like, this sounded good, but I wasn't quite sure. You never know. You know, you exactly. never know where it's going to go. And uh, I didn't know Chris really well before uh, he seen me do stand-up, and he was like, oh, man, you, you, you're, like, perfect for this thing I want to do. And then we talked about it for about a year and a half, and then we finally shot it. And then it took almost a year, it took about nine or ten months to get it all done and finished. But when he sent it to me, I, I, I had a show. He sent it to me that night. I worked all day, day job, and I had a show that night. Ran, boom, boom, came home. I, I just laid down in bed. I was exhausted. About 12.30 at night, I'm laying down. I'm like, oh, shit, Chris sent me this video. I got to check it out. <laughs> so I watch it. I'm like, what am I going to see? So I watch it, and I started laughing in bed. Like, it woke me right the fuck up. Oh, and I was God. like, I could curse, right? Yeah, I, I no, yeah, it's podcast in your basement, so I've cursed at least five right, times right. so far. Right. So uh, yeah, but, my level. yeah, but when you when you when you have that smile going, no one can understand the words coming out of your mouth. You're like, ah, you're so cute. I just want to squeeze oh, you. Do you understand the words? The words coming out. Right. Nobody understand the word coming out of your mouth. <laughs> Do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? But uh, yeah, no, so. When uh when when we shot it and and we did it like I I had met Chris you know and we, we we talked about it and we finally did it and when we did it it was fun like we had a good time shooting oh, yeah. I had a blast shooting I had fun working with them guys and and he really put his heart and soul into it so to speak mm. um well, and then are, Satan took it Satan. yeah so you're gonna put your soul into everything but um yeah so then we came here and then I didn't think anything was ever gonna come of it and he kept saying I'm gonna have you in for the voiceovers and and then we came in and we did the voiceovers and then and then that was like the final thing it, it came around. And like I said, I was laying in my bed. I watched it. I watched it like three times. So I was, I'm like, babe, you know. It was I so call, funny. Call my was. wife and I'm like, babe, look. And she started laughing. I was like, I got to share this right now. And I just started spreading it out and share because it, it came out really, like I was, I was proud. I was like, all right, you know, it's a project I could be proud of because it's, you know, it didn't suck. I feel like yeah. I feel like that early in the morning when you're doing that is kind of like the drunk test that, that you sent to somebody. Right, right, right. It's like, oh my god, what am I sending? Right, you right, 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 right. It was funny last night. Yeah, <laughs> not I, at three o'clock in the morning. I remember Chris like a year ago. It was around this time. He showed me some of the dailies of of that. I I just right. watching just watching the dailies. I was just laughing because because for me I'm like I was watching this. I'm like, wow, this is this looks ridiculous. Right, right, right. But at right. the same time, I was like. This is going to be some just running in the beach. I saw uh, no, what I saw was he showed me dailies. Oh, beach. running on the beach. Running on the beach, and I was just like, and, "What?" Is and you this? know what sucks? They they he just couldn't fit it, and I yeah. understand that. He cut it. There's one point where we we run to each other, and then she jumps into my arms, and I spin with her in my arms, and, she, oh my and then she puts her feet up, and we just spin around like three or four times, <laughs> like true love. But you know, meanwhile, her face is all painted, and she's in the red thing with her, you know, and 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 me, and she was taller than me, so it looked funny too with that, you know. But I was hoping to see that scene because just that scene was so funny when we shot it. Wasn't wasn't that around the time that there's that big article in the Advance where it was like that that couple had like was it like the guy had the oh, girl had the guy on like the oh leash. on the leash? No, it yeah. came months after. It was came months it, after because this would have followed. Yeah, yeah. This would have followed that nicely. Yeah. Like I just shot something uh, that I guess we'll talk about in a while that I'm hoping is a topical thing. When we talk about it, we'll talk about that as topical. Yeah. 
that hopefully is done tomorrow. I'm hoping for the turn. You hear that, Chris? If you're listening, or when you listen? No, shit. You hear that turnaround? We finished filming Friday. So. And call it's out. Monty Bell. Call out. Yeah, I'm calling you out, man. And dude, talking I, to Marcy I shot the. Yeah, yeah, I'm oh, talking. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, because he knows Monty. He, him and Monty do a lot of things together. I met Monty through Chris. So, and, and now we have a relationship. Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but we're going to talk about that after. We'll talk about that some Facebook more. Facebook official? But yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. I'm, I, I'm, I'm slated in a relationship, yes. With a black man that looks like Idris Elba. Oh. <laughs> They're sexy. I mean, he's like Luther. Oh, boy. He, I, looked, I, though, he looks like, like I, I've seen pictures of like, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, he looks, he looks uh, enough like him in certain poses to get away with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was telling him, I'm like, you're such a good looking bastard. I hate you. Like, <laughs> good looking skinny. He's like, he's like, oh, I'm on a diet. I'm like, you're on a diet? He's like, well, no, I'm trying to put on weight. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's me. That's me. Yeah, I'm on a diet. Why? No, I need to gain, gain weight. Gain weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he makes you, you know, you make him look fat. <laughs> and, and and that motherfucker turned sideways, and I can, I, my eyes can almost go between him, like like you know. Oh like, no, like he I was in between oh, my oh, eyes. No, like, like, yeah, you you turned sideways, you disappear. Oh no, no, that's no. My my, my dad used to be like, stand behind that tree over there. Right. Where'd you go? Right, I can't find you. Thank that's God, right thank God for that nose, baby. Yeah, Otherwise, we'd never know where you are. Yeah. It's a schnoz. Yeah, yeah, like, you're like Paper Mario. Oh, nice <laughs> paper. Yeah, yeah, he's like a paper person. No, yeah. So, so the Satanist Bingle thing came out really funny. So check it out, people. I, I loved it. Chris did a great job. You guys did a great job with the audio. And uh, I can't wait. Um, isn't he, he got the Horror Fest thing. He's, yeah. yeah right? in, in October. What is it? I think it's uh, like mid-October. October 20th, I right. think, or something. And something that's like. his thing, right? Isn't yeah. it him and, and you guys? But it's... He oh, kind no, of pushes it's not that. Us, it's, it's him, but we've been like involved. Help with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, yeah. but it's his. We're celebrity VIP guests. Nice. Right? There you go. No, don't insult us like that. Oh, honestly. sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'll be a part of it. There My Satanist go. mingle would be one of the promo commercials. Oh, oh yeah. We're we're but. hoping to get a trail out for our, our thing like probably around that time. Hopefully. Yeah, but when is that? It's October. It's October twentieth, I think. Hopefully by then my special will be sold and I'll I'll go there as someone more. So that's why we had that movie we'll here before you got famous. There you go. Hey, before listen. On the podcast. And, and uh, fun, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Uh, you know I'll come back once I'm famous. Oh. There you go. <laughs> what's, yeah. your, uh, what's your price? What's your price? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, you guys, uh, as long as you close the drawers, I'll be fine. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'm waiting for a little Indian to hop out of that cupboard. I'm just saying. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> But, uh, in the cupboard. Nice, nice reference. Thank you, thank you. I'm full of. I'm stupid. I, I have no. Uh, my 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 IQ is probably somewhere around 115. It's not. You know, it's average. But my uh, ability to retain useless information is uncanny. Here is the most important question that's gonna really put you on the spot. Who do you think between us is the higher IQ? Well, it's it, the funny thing is by looking at him on a visual, you almost would think, but I probably you. Ooh. Hey, I can pontificate my words. I, I can't even spell words, <laughs> let alone pontificate. So when you go to that, just say Garganja. Nice, Garganja. Who, who has the higher IQ? Uh, no clue. We have we no have idea. Oh, 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 oh I thought you knew. Oh, no, no, Because no. you're both pretty high. Uh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm the only one that should be high right now, sitting <laughs> looking at both of your fucking mugs right now, but... But uh, it, it, it is. Smiling mugs. It's so, yeah, yeah, because well, you just smile at everything. You are like the smiley guy. You're like Guy Smiley. Oh my God, another oh, character. Boy. Do you know that reference? Who was, do you know who Guy Smiley was? I have no idea. Guy Smiley. He was you, uh, the roving mind? reporter from Sesame Street. Would you mind if I do a really, really terrible pun segue? You might as well. My, my glasses have a little bit of a fuzz on it. Oh! Hey. Is there a little fuzz on that hey. lens? Let is me there see. There's a fuzz on that lens. Speaking of. Speaking of fuzz. Speaking of production, yeah. 
and produces Fuzz on the Lens production. Nice segue. Yeah, nice but segue. the funny thing was, I think you really did have something on your glasses. Yeah, I really did. So might have been a little ball of spit from Jerry. From yeah. Exactly. He just sits there and he gets all excited. He starts foaming a little bit and yeah, just flies yeah. out. <laughs> and now, I now know why you have the spit guards on the the mics. Because Jerry's like, ah. you like you like that that dog, like the Chopin. You're just smiling the whole time. You're welcome. And, and you drool a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I want, I want to pet you. I want to pet you. Are you ready there you to go. go. There you go. Oh, I'm so jealous right now. <laughs> but uh, Fuzz, you, you you worked on Abnormal Attraction. Uh, you know what? Fuzz on the Lens production, uh, Staten Island guys, they're going to be huge. Um, another, you know, a little backstory on them or just whatever, or ironically enough, they're all Farrell graduates. They all graduated Farrell High School. Uh, much like the other four guys, because there's like four main guys with that. Um, the other four main guys that we all know that are famous from Farrell High School of five uh, years old than them, Jokers. the Impractical Jokers. Yeah. And they all stayed together. And now the Fuzz guys actually did some stuff with, they shot a video with Murr. Yeah, uh, I saw it. That saw was pretty cool. And uh, like they're becoming friendlier, which is cool. They should be. The, the brotherhood at Farrell High School is unlike any other brotherhood I've seen in a, in a high school type setting like I know I see you went to Moore I went to Tottenham High School and graduated from Concord High School oh, my man. brother's setting was a whole nother thing it was like yo brother what's up that's my, <laughs> that was my brother's setting I went to St. Peter's uh, oh alright for boys yeah yeah. you look like you went to an old boys school oh, <laughs> oh hey now hey now but uh, nothing to smile about that's that. why you're sitting next to Jerry oh. Right but oh I look at you guys exactly so cute. but uh oh no so but you have that kind of camaraderie but the Farrell guys, just working with these these guys with the, and just seeing how many of their people come back. Like they all, my, I used to tease him before, my dentist, I'm friends with my dentist, I go, right. Tony the dentist. He is a Farrell alum. I mean, he's 60 years old, but he went to, or whatever, 59 years old. He went to Farrell all those years ago and his practice, his partner, they went to Farrell together. Oh, and they man. both went to dental school together and became dentists and have a practice together and they're still friends to this day. That's what I'm just showing you, that whole, it's amazing that the, the the brotherhood that they have and, and the brotherhood they have towards each other. So with that said, Fuzz on the Lens, um, they shot the movie Abnormal Attraction where I had the honor of being Purple Pete. Great movie. The one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people. You guys went to see it, right? Yeah, yeah. Of course. Did you go we see the Manhattan? Yeah, yeah. dude, the Manhattan one was better because it was yeah, no, finished. It was. It was. They, they yeah. finished up on everything. You've been saying like the differences were substantial. From, like, yes, and it was really time. good. When I first seen it, again, you don't know what a project is until you see it. When I first seen it here when they did the pre-one at the atrium, I was very impressed. I was like, wow, they yeah, did yeah. a really good job. For the money that they had and everything that they had to do this, they did a really good job. When I seen it in Manhattan, I was like, wow, it's like almost a whole, it's not a different movie, but it was just m more. It just seemed like more. Right. And see, the colors were even better and the special effects were a little better and the sound was better. It, just, it was, just, it was yeah, really, was yeah, because they, they still had some sound things to finish up and little issues and there was a couple of edits they missed. At one point in the first one we seen, like you seen the, uh, the werewolf, not the room too much, but you see the werewolf character and you couldn't hear anything. Mm. Where in the in the second one, when you see it again, oh, there was that all oh, the audio because that audio just wasn't dropped. It was one little few seconds that was missed. I have to but, get the bootleg version together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta go. You gotta get the old school one. But they literally ran there that night. They got there at like six thirty, a quarter to seven, with the reel to play it with the actual reel of oh, the film. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So they were pushing their their luck. So they 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 yeah, that was for the Staten Island one. They had it all done and, and polished by Manhattan, and it was amazing. But even the Staten Island was great. I'm honored. These guys, I don't know if you know, they shot, they, they're my production company for Married and Miserable for my one-hour special. Oh, wow. It's a Fuzz on the Lens production. Amongst a few other people, uh, Lloyd Bros, which is me and my brother, because we write, and we're hopefully going to get some things going on. Before we started this, I talked to you about some of the writing stuff that right. I'm doing. Me and my brother write together, and, and uh, we're, we're hoping to get some things uh, set on the way here shortly. 
you know, we got some finished products. We're trying to get them moving. But I'm trying to move. It's hard to, to do this stuff. Are you I mean, trying nobody's... to do more shorts and stuff like that? No, full-length like, features, it? man. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah me, and my, me and my brother wrote... Go big or go home, right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wrote one that, I mean, they're all copywritten and, uh, you know, poor man copywritten and they're registered with the Writers Mount Guild and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mount yourself and then registered with the Writers Guild Association. So as much as that means anything... But um, the, I wrote one that I wrote and he helped it, and he wrote one that he wrote and I helped. Like, you know, I said, the seasons I was talking to you guys about before, it's an adolescent, yeah. teenage, uh, growing up in Staten Island, kind of funny. It takes place over four seasons, and uh, it's really good. And then my brother's story that, that we wrote together, that he, but it's his brainchild, is the Red Hat Society. Really funny. And actually, oh, wow. a big, an executive actually read it, a big executive read it out in Hollywood and uh, told us what to fix and send it back. So, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have some good things happening with that. And uh, so so we're waiting. We're fixing it to send it back. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, um, and that actually is the same Hollywood executive that just took my, didn't know I was a comic and just found out I was a comedian, took my special. Oh, wow. The other day and, and said that she'll watch it uh, next Thursday or Friday. That's crazy. Yeah, that's what I, when I said in the beginning, I had somebody, it's, it's her. She's a big uh, executive producer. I don't want to like name drop or anything, but she's she's big enough where she said she, she's she's judging a, a screenplay competition right now. Christian had, Caputo. <laughs> oh, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Dropping, exactly. That's how you really drop it. Drop it like it's hot. Yeah. Like that. Like, woo. woo. Uh, CC. Yeah, CC. But, but anyway, so so we have things in the works, but you don't ever know. You never know. People, like, again, it goes back to just like what I was saying before. They smile. They shake your hand, and then nothing happens. Mm -hmm. You don't know what's going to happen until it happens, and it's all about who you know, not what you know. You can be the funniest comic. You can be the greatest writer, the most amazing actor. Unless you know the right people or get in front of the right so person at that right time, you're going to grow anywhere. old wondering what the hell happened. But doesn't mean you shouldn't try. Exactly. So my thing to you guys is always go out. If you want to try something, do it, man. Oh, hell yeah. That's right. That's what we're here to do. Yeah. Nice. But but what was it like working with like Tyler Maine? Or, or or were you with I, No, I did work with Tyler. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Who who once sit were you with but, um well, I shot with him, uh Mike Buscemi, which is Steve Buscemi's brother. Right. Uh Tyler Maine, uh and then like all the all the people like the the regulars, the guys that you see him with the two bigger names that I shot with were those two guys. I missed Tom Hanks, he just I mean uh, Jim Hanks. Tom Hanks' brother. It was like the brothers' movie. Like it was <laughs> Jim Hanks' brother Tom. Uh, I mean Tom Hanks' brother Jim it was, was in it. Four brothers. Uh, yeah, right, 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 right. And uh, yeah, no Marky Wahlberg though. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was it was cool. Uh, Taylor was a really cool dude, and his wife was there and stuff. It was really fun to work with them and and uh, just busting balls with them. And I had to sit in the makeup chair for a few hours every day because I was purple and they had to get me made up and he was burning the Cyclops so he had to sit in the chair too and get made up so, oh he's great character. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. We, so we, and then uh, the other well Ari uh, uh, Ari uh, Barkin you know Ari the, oh you yeah, might yeah. Have he was he was Gary the Goblin in that mm -hmm. but he's been in a lot of things and uh, we've gotten friendly I, I like that dude and uh, Michael Barra is actually another yeah. guy I was shooting with uh, um, and they were all he was uh, Michael Barra was a uh, the abominable snowman. Oh, yeah, and he yeah. is now he just another like, great character. Yeah, and and think about Barra. Barra's a singer. He's been in since the beginning. I think he just passed. They're at almost seven hundred shows now. He's in uh, a Bronx Tale, the musical on Broadway. Oh, oh wow. yeah, they yeah. Were he's jo that he's, like the he's Jojo the Whale. Yeah, he's yeah. Jojo the Whale, and he's been in it since opening night. And uh, his contract, they renewed his contract. Like you know, they love him so. Amazing. Uh, yeah, he's I they I know uh, two three two three months ago they hit. I think they had 600 uh, nights, like you know, uh, performances. So, so I mean, it's a, it's that was a month or two ago. So they got to be getting closer to they do eight shows a week. 
So 32, Crazy. yeah, yeah, another month. You're doing 100 shows a month almost, so uh, whatever it is. So, uh, uh, yeah, so they, they got to be at around 700 shows. He's a great guy. Ari's great. Just like a lot of cool people. Like, and I met those guys on the set of Abnormal Attraction. And Mike Levy, Jason Levy, Steve Della Sala. Those guys are great. Just Bobby the one that I went to school with. Yeah. I went to school with them at Do you St. know Bobby? Oh, 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 in yeah. college. So, uh, so, like, seeing their progress from right, like, right. film classes and stuff. Right. And, like, their earlier films and even people who oh, yeah. them along and the way. even their earlier films, dude. The Operation. Yeah. Oh, that was dude, that's such... What a genius... How... Uh, I can't go past the podcast without mentioning Halloween, but their Halloween, if their Halloween retro Halloween thing was great. I feel like every podcast I'm on, I have to mention Halloween. It's just their Halloween or just Halloween in general. Their Halloween. Yeah, I love their Halloween was yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. Jason played. Yeah. Jason was uh, the, the brother Jason, uh, which is also one of the big main was guys. Michael. He was yeah. Michael and that, but he was also uh, Finbar. Finbar, oh, and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I was telling I, when I was talking. And his to character Mark, was so funny. Man. I, I was talking to Mike and Jason. I want to say like. I don't remember if it was at the Atrium show or at the City show, but I was telling them, like, you have to do something with Finbar. More with Finbar. Whether it be a spin-off or, like, a web series, something, because that's, that's gold. Like, the, char- the character the, is gold. It, it, the character is really funny. Finbar uh, food reviews. Yeah. yeah, something like that, yeah. right? And it's that just hey, what are you doing, Finbar? Like, like, you know, it, right. <laughs> but, uh, but, but, yeah, it was, it, was, it was just a great experience to work with those guys. It's so funny, when you listen to all these, like, I'm no actor or nothing. I mean, I'm doing comedy a long time, but... You know, you listen to all these actors and they're always like, every time they talk about a project, oh, it was so great to work with this one. And I'm like, oh, shut up. Yeah, stop being lame. Just tell the truth once in a while. Like, tell the... She was a bitch. Exactly. She was a nasty hole and I hated her. The best part was when I got to smack her. How do you think like, I feel when you wanna, not around? Right, that's what you want to hear. But 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 the, real, the reality is when you have the opportunity to work on a film, you live in a fantasy. Like, it's not... Not many people get to live and ever even be on a movie set, you yeah. know? To, so to be on a movie set, no matter how big or small the movie set is or your character is, just to be a part of that magic, the movie magic, is so awesome. So when you are asked questions like that, I, I like I'm doing it right now. Like this one's great, that one's excellent. It's so much fun. Unless someone's a real prick, you can have a really good time. And oh, I have I have yet to work with a real prick. I, I, I worked with one or two arrogant people, but they but and not with this uh, another project. Uh, a while back, but they weren't bad people. Exactly. They were just a little arrogant. They were, but they were educated, so yeah. they were a little pompous. The one guy, well, the one guy was like a, a, a NYU graduate of oh. fine arts and everything. James you know, Franco was probably but, his professor. Right, 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 something like that. But uh, no, even better than that. But uh, but he was a nice guy, just a little arrogant. But he actually taught me. He was helping me with my acting, which was nice. So he wasn't bad. He just had a little bit of uh, like he carried himself like I'm better than you, so I'll help you. You <laughs> I'm know, getting a monster. Right, 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 right. Oh, right. you're just starting and out. Like, right, right, right. Little boy, yeah. come and let me help you. Meanwhile, it's like he, how you were saying me and him were cute. And right, stuff. He's, oh, right, yeah. right. At the time, I was like 42, and he was like 25. Oh, you know, jeez. But and, he, and, he, and he's like, yeah, he's like, let me show you. But he did. I, I can't not say he didn't help me, give me some pointers. He was cool. And he was a nice guy, but he was just arrogant. But that's like the worst. That I can't say anything bad about anybody. Right. And his arrogance was only just because he he felt he earned it. You know, and I, I didn't make him a bad guy. Like I, I still talked to him, hung out with him, bullshitted him, laughing, and did my thing. I don't give a shit about who. I've met some really famous people, and only a few people have like screwed me up to where I get like tongue tied or, or silly. Yeah. You know, I've I've met like guys. You know, met like I hang out with them. You meet them on the street, or you meet them somewhere. I've met Robert De Niro. I met Al Pacino. You you meet these guys. You know, you, when you're in the city, you guys know you. You bump into people. I worked in a building uh, years ago in Manhattan for about six years, and everybody like it was a building that actors used to stay in a lot. Uh, it was furnished apartments, monthly furnished apartments, and studios would rent out 
they were two and three bedroom, one, two and three bedroom apartments, and they'd rent it by the month. And so a lot of people stayed, came through from really famous to quasi famous and everything in between. So I used to meet all these people and bullshit them. I was a doorman. I, I had like three jobs. I was I was a doorman at overnights. I was a plumber in the daytime. And I was working at the time. I wasn't even really doing comedy. Uh, I was writing. is when I wrote my first script was up there. And uh, I was working on the Spirit Cruise Lines. You know the dinner boat that goes around the three hour oh, uh, Spirit oh of New York, Spirit <laughs> of New Jersey, Spirit of the Hudson. That's like my wow. first 1996, 1997, oh, 97, not six. 97, the end of 97, uh, October 97 to about April of 99, I fucking emceed on that thing for like a year and a half. I was about to say, that would be a good opportunity I, to get your comedy. And, and well, that's where I started. That was like where I got my first comedy chops of talking into a microphone. I had issues. I tried to do comedy before. I had issues. I, uh, I used to break out in hives. I used to get red hives on my face, my arms. I'd get panic attacks. So for years, I tried to do comedy. I'd go to open mics. I'd leave. I'd sit in the back. I put my name down. They'd call me. I wouldn't go. I'd be afraid. I'd leave. Oh yeah. So because I get I get hives, but I wanted to be a comic so bad. Um, I even the first time I had to do that, uh, I was so scared. Five hundred people on the New York, the uh, Spirit of New York, and I'm I'm in my little vest, you know, my little sparkly <laughs> vest and shit. Um, it was 1997, and it was my first time. And I they gave me some uh, lines to, and I had little cue cards and stuff. And I went out there, and even though I was red and red, 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 and my arms were all hot and I was all sweaty and sticky, I went out there and I did it and I got through it. And that was my first time, like, breaking uh, that my phobia of, of being, because I hated the way my sound, like you were talking earlier, you screwed yourself up so monotone because you heard yourself in the headphones yeah. last time you had the headphones on fully. I'll never, you'll never see me with both head, earphones on. It's one's on, yes. one's off, because I need to hear what you guys are saying so I can hear my own voice. Exactly. Otherwise, you're, you're, you're talking like this. And you I feel like it makes so much conversational too. Right, right. So I want to hear one ear to hear what kind of sound drops you're dropping. Making sure you're not making me look like a dick. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm like, hey guys, and you're like, wah, 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 and I don't even know, you know, bop, bop, ba, bop, you know, and I'm like, yeah, that was funny, wasn't it? And you're like, bop, bop, ba, bop, yeah, it was really good, Craig, you know. So I want to make sure you're not that dropping cool, that right? shit on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, uh, yeah, the tiger. <laughs> like, Chris, like, never until you leave and we edit this and post it. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> uh, well, now you got to drop one in here so people know what I'm talking about. Here, we'll all stop for a second. What? And that's where you'll put it. Okay. <laughs> bah, 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 bah. Um, yeah, so uh, I did that, man. I was on the Spirit Cruise Lines. And I met a lot of people. I don't even know where we started with this. but oh, I was talking oh, about yeah, we, influences. Yeah, or, we, talk, we, we weren't far. Oh, talking about people right, working with... like Taylor, so, so back to Taylor was a cool dude. Like Mike uh, Buscemi, Steve Buscemi's brother was awesome. I thought it was him. I got on set. I was like, oh my God, it's Steve Buscemi. Look they look so much they look alike. So much alike. In fact, Mike Buscemi's in the last two Adam Sandler movies and you think it's Steve Buscemi. He's in, oh, uh, he's in, the, he's in the, the, the one with, the last one he did with, um, when they go to Africa with, uh, mm. pardon me, I was internally exploding just now. That was, <laughs> a, that's go. what that pause was. You guys are looking at my face turn a different color, but you people at home just heard silence. <laughs> there you go. Um, what, what's her name? Uh, Drew Barrymore. The one where they go to Africa? Did you see that one? Oh my God, it's funny, man. With Terry Crews and everything, when they go, they in. Do you in, know the name? Uh, I think it's the it's oh, go man. IMDb it and go back to Adam Sandler's uh, movie with Africa. Uh, yeah, I, I have the app. I have the IMDb app. If did Joe he, Rogan can fact check on his podcast, so could we? Did he? Uh, did he bless the rains down in Africa? Uh, yeah, no. no, I, no who Terry Crews or no, Adam? That's <laughs> <laughs> Adam. Really bad music pump. Adam Sandler. Yeah, it was horrible. 
You know, what? You're doing a little Toto reference? Is oh, that yeah, Toto reference? Because yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, Toto. I, oh, you yeah, know, yeah. I was I was like 15 when that song came out. When you guys did you hear the we still swimming in the of sack that? of your pappy? Huh? Did you hear the Weezer rendition of that? Of what? Out of Africa? Yeah. No, we'll have to play it on the outro. There you go. And they get sued for it after. They get sued for it. Yeah. Yeah, well, you just say, can't you just get away with saying, I do not own the rights to this music and no, I'm only going to play 30 no. seconds of it. YouTube flags but you. But I do real estate, though. <laughs> YouTube flags you and everything else, and everybody be like, oh, they played my music. It, it is what it is. But I remember when they casted for a new attraction, they mentioned Malcolm McDowell. I'm a big Malcolm McDowell fan. Yeah, I, they. I, I, I like fainted. <laughs> right, well, you know, oh, blended. Blended. That's what it now is. Now I've heard of it, yeah. Okay. And you know what? It was really funny. People, some people said it was shitty because it was them again. I, the 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 chemistry that Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore have is, is fucking uncanny. Fifty First Dates yeah, is my favorite. They did it's a great movie. Well, they did yeah. the Wedding Singer first, oh, which is awesome, and, and that's a great movie. And then they did that. They did the Fifty First Dates, and then they did this. Mm. And whether it's like, oh, it's Adam and her, and her again, and it's the same kind of story. So what? It's it's a fun, enjoyable. Story. Terry Crews is fun. A lot of the guys are funny, but it, Mike Buscemi's in a few scenes of that. And when I first watched him, I'm like, that's Mike, that's not Steve, it, that's it's Mike. It's that type of continuity that you want to see repeated again and again. Absolutely. Well, if you notice, like, Sandler is the best for it. I hope, I'm, I'm older now, so I won't ever have the kind of reign that he had and the run, but I'm hoping to have a nice little 10 year run here uh, where I get to work with my friends. Exactly. He gives all his friends work. I mean, his, his friends, they're all comfortable. You know, even if they only do his movies and they're making 50 or 100 grand a year on his movies, they have enough name to go out if they're a comic to make money as a comic and everything in between. And then they're making money on his movies every year. He puts them in something. So they're always active. Their SAG is always going. Their benefits are already already pay, always paid. They get a few other little gigs a year doing other things. And they all live well. So he's taking care of all his friends. So all his friends in his... That's in a his great community right there. Category, yeah, yeah. You look at all those same faces. And even if some of them... The one dude that he uses, I forget his name, he's in everything. If you look at his IMDb credits, it's like 18 movies and 15 of them are Sandler movies. Like, so that's all he really ever does. The one, 10 Second Tom, that dude. 10 Second Tom. 10 Second Tom. Um, yeah, I forget his name. I'm a, but I'm on IMDb, so we're going to fact check right now. <laughs> on IMDb. My name Live. is Frank Orchard. Like, pic, you see Pixels, right? Live to tape. Yeah, uh, I see Pixels. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see Ready Player One? I haven't seen it yet. Oh my god! Now, Pixels was a fun movie. Like, really fun. I enjoyed it because it was very 80s, very much made growing up. I was the same age as those guys when they were right. playing. Like, 1982, I was the same age. I, I, yeah, I was 12 <laughs> years old in 82. I was playing those games. I tease on stage. I'm like, you guys, you don't know who you're messing with. I'm an OG. That's right, bitches. Go. I'm an original I gamer. Say, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I always say Jerry knows this, and I always tell my friends. Like, I feel like, like although I'm a 90s kid... You should have been born in At heart... I really wish I was like an '80s kid. Yeah, well, that's a OG baby. I'm an original gamer. I've been I've been around since the days of Pong, bitch. I've been, I did uh, Space Invaders. Mine, mine, mine was the uh, was the Genesis and the regular Nintendo. Oh yeah. Keep talking. Pac-Man, Centipede. Yeah, I got that once when I was 15. That was on the eyes. Centipede. So you were explaining about one of the people from A Normal Attraction about the 700 uh, shows that he's doing and stuff like that. That's just like... Oh, Michael Barrett. Yeah, yeah. yeah great guy, incredible. man. So I was curious, like, in terms of uh, kind of like the longest tour that you've done, like, what was your biggest run, like, doing stuff, like, uh, on a day-to-day basis? Well, com- comedy's different. You know, I'm out every week. You try to be out every week, every weekend. Uh, you try to get a couple of gigs during, you know, uh, you know, during the week. If you, you know, idealistically, I would love to be out like four nights a week 
performing like for money, like for good money, and I you know five nights a week even, you know, right? Like any other job, and 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 come home six nights. A week. Shit, I if I ever did any kind of, I would love to do theater, plays and stuff. I I can't sing. Um, I could carry a note if I had to, but, right. I could, I, but I could definitely be the comic relief. So, and I'm sure I could be trained to sing enough to carry a note, you know. But I would love to do something Broadway-ish, you know. It's just amazing because you're doing it over and over every night. Oh, the line, 100%. the line, like when you shoot film and stuff. As soon as it's a wrap, it's a wrap. It's fun. You get to watch it again. It's fun. But when you're out like me as a comic, every day, every night that I touch the stage, it's amazing. It's just like it's so euphoric. It's a, you, euphoric. There's one of those words that like uh, gargantua. Euphoric. <laughs> <laughs> Gigantua, whatever the fuck Gigantua. her name is. <laughs> But uh, it's so euphoric. Um, but to, to have runs, like I don't have an agent. I do everything myself. So I'll have a good week and I'll have a bad good week and I'll have a man. good week. Huh? Not good for you about that. I about, wish. About like not having an agent, agent doing everything yourself. Oh, I wish. No, no. Fuck that. I want an agent. They don't <laughs> want They don't want me. I don't make enough money. See, 30 years ago, um, you know, they would be like, hey, kid, we'll make you a star. You know, in the 70s and the 80s, they'd, they'd see your potential and they'd grab you and then they would create you. Right. You know, that's what they did for years and years and years. And then somewhere in the 90s, when it got so flooded, the market got so flooded with comics and actors and everybody who was wealthy and their daddy and mommy made them go to school to be a doctor or a lawyer or a dentist. And they all wanted to be a comic. So they did school and then they went and became comics. You open to the city, it's full of... There's, there's now ten, it's firefighters. Boy, that sounds familiar. Yeah, right yeah but, well, yeah, they, they've, they've always been in the mix. And you right. know what? Most comics and firefighters are pretty funny. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Because they, they have a dark sense of humor because look at what they deal with on a daily basis. Oh, 100%. Basis. But, um... Uh, you know, you go up there into the city and if there's 5,000 comics, there should only be 500. You know, the other 4,500 kind of suck and they're just getting in the way of everybody else. There's good comics out there and there's always good new comics. But I, I always say, don't look at him like that. We all know he sucks, but leave him alone. Oh, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just kidding, Jerry. No, what I recommend to everybody, including you guys, um, if you want to do it, do it. Go out and try it. Try it. the 4,500. No, Start your no. Petitions now. Even the 4,500 aren't wrong for the first year. Right. You try it. You do it for a year. If you feel that, you know, like if everybody's telling you, like, you know, you're not going anywhere, you haven't improved at all, you don't see anything, you barely get a laugh ever, hang it up. It doesn't make you a bad person. You tried to do exactly. something that you always wanted to do, and it just wasn't, you didn't fail. Because you actually succeeded because you got on stage. Because the step on the stage is the where that's thing. that success right there. Getting out on stage and holding that microphone, you just succeeded in trying to do something you wanted. Not oh excuse me, not telling a joke. Could you cut that? No, <laughs> it was a little. That was a little uh, closed mouth burp. Did you hear it? Almost sounds, so. At like an hour and twenty seven minutes, if you guys hear a frog, it was it was me. It was me. But uh, yeah, so I probably just redlined your fucking shit too right there. Right? <laughs> I, I redlined everything. Um, but yeah, so you try it. You, you try it for yeah. Now if you see improvement. And you're writing a little more, and people are kind of taking an interest in you and like you and stuff. They keep going, and then just keep writing. Get to the point. You write, get to the point. Don't explain anything. If you have to explain yourself, it wasn't funny or they didn't it's get like it. Like Black Sun Christian, we gotta keep on writing. So, hey, hey, hey! So. I'm an award-winning director here, Jerry. There you go. Hey, what, I'm an award-winning what? dancer. I won. I, I, I'm a national what, dancer. What, on Broadway? No, no, no. no. At, at the dance competition, we won with my daughter. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, we did a father, a mother, a parent dance with like my, my daughter's a dance, a competitive dance oh, for nice. twenty years, and there was a uh, four at once. There was ten of us in there. It was fathers and mothers, and then they cut, and we won with all of us, and then they cut all the women out and just kept the four dads. because <laughs> we were cooler because we all did like tricks and shit, you know. And then we won again like two more times. Yeah, yeah, we like at, na at the regionals and the nationals. Like the, that dance won like first place and shit. Yeah, yeah. I got my my wife because I kept walking around telling everybody I was a national. I was a I was a national uh, dance competition. I believed it from the first day I met you. She fucking, my wife made like a little shadow box with my, my picture of me and my daughter. I was Gaston. 
and she's Belle at a Disney, oh. a Disney dance. Yeah, but I do like a fucking front tumble salt. I do a head fucking freeze. And, <laughs> you, know, I, I, you know, I do a cartwheel and shit. You know, like we, all, we were popping. You know, so it was fun. It was a hip hop dance. But, uh, but yeah, so I'm, I'm an award winner too. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, what what award did you win for you? Uh, I we won uh the best narrative. Sh- uh, I love how I said wait. Oh, wait, the best big gulp. See that? See that? <laughs> now I'm blanking here. No, uh, we won um the California Film Awards for best narrative short. Really? Yeah. In California. In from California. Here. Yeah. And you guys together? You and Jerry? Yeah, me and Jerry. Yeah. Wow. So you guys are like a team. Yeah. 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 And his name's Jerry, even though he'd be uh, well, he'd be Jerry. Yeah. Exactly. Well, me yeah. and Jerry, we've been uh seizing for writing and still calling you Dean. Like- Dean. Dean and Jerry, another another great duo, Dean mm-hmm. Martin and Jerry Lewis. See, yeah. how it's done. Chris. Did I catch you guys just there? Yeah, of course. You didn't know no, what no, I was I talking about. All right, I'm just making sure you were looking at me like, what the? No, fuck? no, I'm looking at Jerry like, who no, I was making the face. I'm making the face like, I would like, never know Jerry who is. Me. Yeah, Abbott and Costello, you are so Lou Costello. Yeah. You're like, hey, Abbott. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you idiot. Right, 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 right. What are you doing? Who's on first? I don't know. <laughs> oh man! Which is uh, which is your favorite <laughs> movie of theirs? Oh God, I uh, probably I don't know all the name name names, but the one with the Dracula. Oh wow! Uh, the, the, uh, when they meet Frankenstein. For, yeah, it might be Abbott and Costello meets Frankenstein. Meets might Frankenstein, be the name yeah. of it, right? Yeah, with Bela Lugosi and Bars Karloff and Lon oh, Chaney. Yeah. It's just fucking amazing. But then the other one with the slowly I turn when they joined the French Le- Foreign Legion. That one's oh, great no, too. Uh, Buck Rogers, right? Is, uh, Is it Buck Rogers? No, when they that's that one from Mars when they when they were in the oh, rocket. Yeah. No, no, that's oh, the yeah, other one. Abbott Costello go to Mars. Yeah, that yeah, one's yeah, funny yeah, too. Yeah. No, but the the French Foreign Legion is not Buck Rogers. It's, no, no. I think it's they, it's Abbott and Costello joined the Foreign Legion or some crap oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, in the yeah. Sahara. And it's just that was that's the one slowly I turn step, step by step. step. Yeah. You you literally just made my mom's day when she hears this because she that's like her favorite joke. Oh all right, cool, yeah, cool, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my mom's probably like when she listens to it, oh, she's my fangirl God. she's fangirling right now. Yeah. Nice, that's awesome. I, I feel bad that your mom had to listen to about an hour and a half of this crap before she <laughs> got to that. She's like, Oh something I like, something I like. <laughs> um, I'm proud of myself. Can I just fast forward it? Where, where are we at on the time? Baby. Uh, my favorite <laughs> is when uh, they meet the mummy in the one scene when he's like, "Okay, pick your pick." I, I pick the shovel. Right. The shovel's your pick. pick. How could it be the yeah. pick? Right. <laughs> right. Well, that's like that shit like that just goes on like Cheech and Chong. Oh yeah, Cheech and Chong. I think Chong. it's uh next Dave, movie. Dave's, Dave's not here, man. Yeah. Oh, Dave's not here. Yeah. But next movie, we're like, "Hey, man, you gotta make a left. Make a left. Yeah, right. Oh, right. No left, man. Left. No right. Ah, how's, how's, how's my driving, man? Right. He's like, he's like stuck on the highway. Right. Right. <laughs> License, please. No, oh, it's on the bumper, man. When he gets pulled over, it's called Staten Island driving. He smokes a really big blunt. And he's like, oh, yeah. oh my god! <laughs> and he's like, yeah, man, my dog ate my stash. I had to follow him around for three days to get it back. Oh man, we're smoking dog shit, man. Oh, oh I wonder what Chihuahua. He goes, no, I wonder what Labrador Retrievers taste like, man. <laughs> he's like, fucking great. Uh, speaking of like when you said like anybody could do stand up like for a year, I thought about it for a little bit. Just like first year hearing about this, I thought about this for a little bit. I don't really know how the process goes. Like, I'll help you. Process? I'll help anybody who ever asks. Um, I, I've helped people out in the past, and uh, what's what's the process like? So you just write like jokes, or is it just well, like, you gotta be you. The, the first step, oh yeah, you, you have to be. You write. I, I come up with five minutes. Think of stuff every day in your real world. Everybody always starts out dirty. You, you, you know, every comic when you see a new comic, if you see someone up there. Like saying pussy and the c word and nasty stuff. It's like and, Ray Romano beats Bill Burr. Right, right, right. Like stuff like that, or even worse. Like most of those guys are new, and even me. Like when you start out new, you you tend to go dirtier because it's the first funny stuff you think of. 
But as you develop, and this is where the developmental part comes in, after a year, even six months, when you realize that's not so great, it got you going, it got you out there, it got you to meet people, but now also listen to other people, you start to think about, you look, you gotta, you gotta really look at yourself. You gotta look at yourself, you gotta step out away from yourself and look back and watch yourself in scenarios, like you two clowns together. You gotta blow yourself kisses in the mirror, Christian. Yeah. That's how it's done. Well, after. When, after. when you have a good set, you're going, yeah, like, I love me, so do I. <laughs> I know. Right. But, but you, you clearly have to, you, you, you write, you come up with five minutes, you get to the point. No long stories. No. And if you do a long story, it has to have a big payoff. The punchline has to be big. Otherwise, you want them laughing every 15 to 30 seconds. Almost not impossible, tough to do. I, 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 me personally, I try every like 20 seconds if you listen to my rants and my rambles. But I lock people in because I'm yelling and running around. People, are, you know, I, I, if I if I go 30 seconds or 40 seconds before there's a payoff, the payoff's going to be bigger, so I'm not worried. But I, if you listen to my stuff, it's every 20 to 30 seconds I'm hitting everybody with even a little joke. Even if the bigger joke is at the end, you got to hit them along the way. Bang, bang, you know, jabs, jabs, uppercuts, uppercuts, and then bing, 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 knock them out. You know, I can remember that. Mm. Pizza, pasta, remember? I'm remember? Joe Glass, you don't remember oh, oh, the yeah. game Knockout? No, uh, is it Mike Tyson? Mike Tyson's Mike, Mike Tyson's Tyson. Yeah. There you go, yeah. That's right, man. Come on. Knock him out. Um, I can't do a good Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. <laughs> I can't do a good... I mean, it sounded Mike, the same. Mike Tyson. Yeah, my, my Mike Tyson and my Michael Jackson. Tito, <laughs> did a thing. That's the real happening. Right, 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 right. right. When Michael Jackson meets Mike Tyson. <laughs> oh, Michael. Oh, how you doing, Michael? Oh, I'm okay, Michael. Oh, thank you, Michael. <laughs> I, What's that on your face, you're Michael? You're talking to yourself. You're <laughs> talking to me. I, I think we just created his next stand-up joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was horrible. I hope you edit it. But um, no. <laughs> now leave it in, man. You got to take the good to the bad. Good yeah. to the bad. Um, yeah. So you write. You go. You write. You just get to the point. Write five minutes. Come up with even like four minutes. Get with a few minutes of of. of you, you're everyday. You're skinny. You're you're fucking twelve pounds. You go up there and you make jokes about He's like fucking fat. What are you wind. talking about? Yeah, you, know, you, you make jokes about like wind. You know, having an issue walking to the car on a windy <laughs> day. You know, and uh, uh, you guys think it's funny, but you're not the one with a cinder block. You know, whatever. You know, your mom tied a rope. Whatever. You know, whatever it is. <laughs> TRS. You don't float away. You know, I'm at the zoo. Kids are carrying me like a balloon. Hey, mom, you know, whatever it is. Like, look at me. Oh. But uh, uh, you know, you talk about you, 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 you wait, and then you said you have actually a, a disorder or whatever or a disease that keeps you so skinny, skinny right? Mm-hmm. So educate yeah. people through laughter of what you have wrong with you, and then they laugh at it, and then you can go on to, I mean, your first five minutes, you can tease about that, like, you know, you think I'm the skinny or whatever, you think I'd get laid, whatever whatever it is, whatever it is. <laughs> you tease about sex, you tease about masturbating, like saying, when well, you're this skinny or whatever, I need two hands, but don't, I'm not impressed, I just need two looks at the size of these fucking things, I need two hands. You know, just anything. Wait a minute, remember the show MTV's made? Yes. So this is what it's going to turn into right here. This is going to be a constant session of comedic action. Let's do this. There you go. There you go. Greg teaching me how to be comedy. Right. And I, and I just watched you, you lip exactly what he just said. You were just like... Yeah. <laughs> Craig teaching me. Like, I know you guys couldn't see that's more of a visual, but you know, Chris's mouth was moving. He was... He was, was lip singing. He was... Yeah, 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 yeah. Baby, bye, bye, bye. He was bye, singing. Bye, like, bye, yeah. bye. I seen him wave. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> but, uh... Dude, you even like you put your hands up and shit. You can like, yeah, you can just make fun of you. Po- what, you what I always do, I mean, I, I use people as a tool to get there. My family, a lot of times, my kids, my wife, friends, whatever the topic is I'm talking about. But it, it always comes back to me. You don't bash anyone else. You bash yourself, kind of, mm-hmm. and it's self-deprecating. But at the same time, therapeutically, it's amazing. It, it, it does for me what no psychiatrist could ever. 
do for me. I'd have to lay on a couch three days a week for 10 years, 15 years to do what like one year of therapy or on stage does for me and more now the first few years it wasn't so therapeutic because I was you know learning and, and developing but once I got to a certain point where I was very confident with myself on stage with what I was doing at the point I was at um, it's therapy man and now I've been doing so long I don't I can just go up there and do whatever I want kind of so to speak I'm not worried now when you were starting out did you have like any mentors that kind of went with you absolutely along the way? absolutely and that's why I help other guys out uh, my first and foremost mentor is this guy Joseph Anthony um, who I mentioned in my in my special because he was there that night, and um, uh, Joe took me under his wing. First, I can't ever say like saying names. There was this guy that that I I, I met um, who introduced me to uh, to Joe, uh, Danny. Uh, this guy Danny, and um, so I, I have to kind of give him credit for 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 helping me. He he was the one who who introduced me to Joe Anthony and Joe Anthony like liked we liked each other like you know just took me under his ring so the guy Danny yeah. was really my first guy so without him he was ground zero for me like I was already doing comedy but I sucked I went and did a plumbing job in this guy's house the guy Danny's house and uh, Danny Rebecca and um uh he, and I was just saying yeah you know I'm an amateur comic because I never called myself a comedian I called myself an amateur a young comedian a wannabe comedian even though I was doing it I was new at it and I felt right. and uh, early on, I you're just watching the old school stuff. Like you got to earn it. You got to earn the right to be called anything. You know, you know, you, know, you just become these kids today. Oh yeah, I'm a comic. I they have cards, websites. <laughs> How long you do comedy? Six months. Get the fuck out of here. You know, are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, I I, I, don't, I think I printed my first card after five years because I didn't think I was worthy enough of a card. How dare I hand out my information to somebody when I couldn't even deliver fifteen or twenty minutes for them? You know, how how dare I? You know, so how dare these kids do all this shit uh, and get in the way of the pros that are out there really trying to get. Something you happened. definitely have a point there. So, um, yeah, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm trying to just speak the truth, you know? Oh, yeah. So, so Danny Rebecca, I'm in his house. I tell him I want to be a comic. He goes, oh, I'm a comic. He was a cop. Like you say about cops, he was, he was on a job. And he was a part-time comic and, uh, and funny, a tribute guy. He did, he did, like, a tribute. He did Elvis. He did some impressions. Good good impressions. Uh, Louis Armstrong, he played the, the, the trumpet and shit. So he'd go up there and he would do some jokes. And then he would do, then he'd get into his characters. and do, it, was a, it was a nice mix. He was a good crowd pleaser, you know? So he introduced me to Joe Anthony, and me and Joe Anthony just hit it off. And Joe started taking me on shows and gigs. Now, I would first drive him like everybody does. You know, you drive, you go and you hang out, and you watch him, you hang out, and you watch him. And he's like, yeah, you know, I'll give you five minutes in between. Go up there, you got five minutes. Do your five minutes, and you do that a few times in between the comics. So if you sucked, they'd forget about you anyway because he had such powerful comics on. You know, but but it, it taught you, you were meeting other comics, and you were in front of real people, real yeah. audiences. Not city audiences, not tourists, not people who pulled in off the street. But you were doing firehouses and Elks Lodges and stuff where people, comedy nights, they have comedy nights once a year and it's the biggest event in their local community. And they're all over. That's our bread and butter, man. I, I do them all the time. I love them. I, I do firehouses, some of them for six, seven, eight years in a row now. I just keep going back and back and it's they want me back. I'm like, I'm like, are you kidding me? Bring somebody else in. There's another comic. Give me a year. Forget about me a little bit. So otherwise I gotta come in. I feel like I have to give them new material every time. There's one firehouse I'm already booked October, October 6th, Roslyn Firehouse in PA. It'll be my sixth or seventh year in a row there nice. and last year and the year before last year I, I did uh, an hour and I was sick I had, a, I had a fever and everything but I went because they wanted me 
did like an hour and five minutes, and out of the hour and five minutes, I did about 10 minutes of material and about 55 minutes of ad, ad lib because I just fucked with them all for over an oh, hour. Man. And it was amazing. Like, I mean, like standing ovation, amazing. Like, it was just great. But that's what you, you, you're in front of these people, and I, some of them want to hear some of the same jokes, but me personally, I feel that I already said them. I need to give you new jokes. Even though when you go show to show, it's the same jokes until, you know, you rotate. I, I work the room, so new things come up all the time. I have a lot of material. I have like an hour and a half of material, even more now probably. Um, the hour that I did for my special is, is done. Like I still do some of those jokes. Right now, if you go out and you see me and I do an hour, an hour, and 10 minutes, about 20 or 25 minutes will be the old stuff. Right, and then uh, 25 minutes or 30 minutes is new stuff because I'm transitioning into the into. Well, by the time it comes out, I really want to have all new material. Exactly, or at least a good solid half hour, 45 minutes of brand new stuff. First 40 minutes, half hour, 40 minutes of all new stuff, and messing with the room and talking, interacting, which will stretch it out 10 or 15 minutes at least anyway. And then after that, if I'm at 45 or 50 minutes until I get more time. If I need to fall back on some of the old jokes, I'm like, hey, you know, that's it. Anybody want to hear? Yeah, anybody here see the special married and miserable? I'm hoping I'm famous enough where people are like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anybody want to hear anything from that? You don't have them answer me. Or, or like, here's some old stuff. If that doesn't go over that well, I'm like, here's some of my old, after I do that, you know, some old jokes I don't do anymore, but I want to do them for you tonight to fill in until I have the full new, full hour of solid material and my ad living. So uh, I'm at about a half hour. Right now, new stuff that I'm happy with. I have a whole bunch of other shit written. I just have to get out and keep working it. Yeah, because when I work something, I have to keep working, and keep working, and keep working until I know it works, and then I move on to the next bit. And I throw them into, you know, I'll, I'll go out and if I'm doing a half hour somewhere, I'll I'll do five or ten minutes, five minutes maybe to know I'm gonna wrap them in, do some of my new stuff, and and then go back to stuff that I know is gonna close out well, uh, and or you know, you 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 just try to do it like that. But you gotta keep writing. Keep doing what you're doing, and uh, and yeah, to go back to our conversation six hours ago when you asked me the first question about more like seven. Yeah, seven hours ago. I talk a lot, guys. I hope you're ready for that. Are you ready? You're fucking sleeping. You're zoned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got those glasses on. I put you change his glasses. You got the open eye glasses on. <laughs> oh yeah, you got like the fake yeah eyes yeah yeah big fake eye, painted eyes on you. Sleeping for the last 20 minutes. But um, but yeah, for you guys, write. And for anybody out there listening, write. You write five minutes. Get to the point. Unlike me talking here now, get to the point. Oh, we were talking about influencers, Danny Rebecca. See, but yeah, right, right, right. Danny Rebecca, Joe, Joe Anthony, and then Joe Anthony helped me and introduced me to a lot of people. Vic Potato, if you guys are familiar yeah, with Vic Potato, yeah. he was coffee. my second. Huh? <laughs> coffee. Who yeah, wants co- coffee? yeah, he does. Who wants coffee and the bread and milk fame and all that? He was my mentor. He was my second mentor in in the game. Like I, I met Vic through Joe, and I did. In fact, uh, on my Facebook today, I, I just shared like three or four videos came up from like six years ago. Of us in the car, and I shared them on Facebook today because they came up on your time hop from 2012. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I was like, oh, these are fun. You know, they come up. One came up the other day from like 2010. Like when they come up, I try to share them. If I, because I, I toured, I ran around with Vic for about eight years. What was I, the I was last opening. time he offered you coffee? Uh, <laughs> let's see. I haven't, I haven't seen Vic. Uh, I haven't seen Vic. I hear music. Um, or your mom singing upstairs. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I haven't seen Vic in about a year, probably, and we did we did not have coffee that night, but we had water or something. Like we were at a, we were at a club. It's the last time I seen him. But we we threatened to get together for coffee, you know, talking. Threatened. Hey, we got it. We have to go. You know, it's he's su- he's super busy. Yeah. And I hate to bother him. And I'm trying to keep as busy as possible. So uh, you know, little little thing like about two weeks ago popped up in my head that I was driving. I went by something and I. I, I texted it to him and uh, 
And he answered me right back laughing, like, oh, what a great night that was. Because it was just something stupid, you know, that I remembered. And then I, I had to share it with him, you know. I, 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 that's the kind of guy I am. And he he answered me right back. And he was, like, laughing, like, you know, oh, my God, what a great night. You know, it was so much fun. Because I did cool things with him. I went to Florida with him. I went to all over Pennsylvania with him. Like, we went to Maryland and uh, Connecticut and upstate. Like, I went to other places, like, far off, you know, way upstate. You know, I, I went to other places. And then all over Jersey and all over New York. And with Joe, too. You know, Joe Anthony, too. I, I used to travel. That's interesting you say that because as uh, as you know, being experienced as you are, going out on the road all the time, you're right. doing all of these shows and stuff like that, which state from all the shows has the worst drivers? All right. All, before, right before that, I just have to OCD. I have to name my third mentor, oh, which boy. is Al Martin, the owner of oh, the okay. Broadway Comedy Club and the New York Comedy Club. And, and then he sold the New York Comedy Club about two years ago, three years ago maybe now. And he owns the uh, Greenwich Village Comedy Club. But he still has the Broadway. Oh, nice. He, I used to drive. Again, I drove him for like four or five years back and forth. He lived on Staten Island. So I'd drive him two nights a week because he had to go and oh, take care of Oh, that's a job of... in itself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I would drive him and he would take care of me for driving. I'd get spots. And, and the, some of the conversations we had in the cars back and forth were amazing because he knew everybody. He's seen everything. He did it all. He was a club owner at the time at New York, probably 20 years, 18, 20 years when I first started driving him. And he had, you know, he's probably close to 30 years now uh, as a club owner, multiple club owners and he only sold to New York because he has the other two and right. just get one one less headache and everything more and, like both. right right so uh, you know and that's New York still going strong Guy Emilio uh, has it now and it's still a great little club and uh, but he was my third mentor Al Martin so I just I didn't want to leave him off of exactly. the mentor thing and I have OCD so if I didn't fucking finish it I would have felt horrible we would have we would have finished this one way or another I'd be doing a phone in on the podcast <laughs> and, and got, I was like and guys uh, yeah. and sounds like it's space yeah 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 um, but yeah, so uh, what'd you say? Driving cars, states? Pennsylvania's horrible. Um, and that's close. I drove out to like Wisconsin. I drove to Ohio. I've driven to Florida, you know, Virginia, like for gigs. And, you know, and once you get. New Yorkers suck too. You know, the problem with New York is uh, no one's courtesy. No, no one right. has any courtesy. It's just cut, everybody for themselves. They cut you off and like, fuck you. And they give you the fingers. Everybody's, Everybody's in such a rush. That. Everybody's in a rush to nowhere. Like, hurry, hurry, I gotta get there, I gotta get there. What are you going? I don't know. <laughs> I just gotta get there. I gotta, I gotta get there now, right fucking now. Get out of my way, I gotta get there. You know, fucking green light, red light, red light, green light, one, two, three, back, ah, you know. And, and uh, But you get to these other states where people aren't in any rush, and that can get just as fucking bad, man. You know, you're out in, like, Ohio, and you're driving, and there's, like, uh, like Grandma Dynamite driving a fucking <laughs> 1988 Delta, and, you know, and, and the back is all down, and you know she's the original owner, and she's about 92 years old, and she's had she's that car for 31 years, like, and only has 45,000 miles on it, and you just see her eyes over no, the And then she's, and like, driving me to my comedy show. Right, 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 and she's swerving into the middle, and you try to get around, and you want to curse her out, but you're like... Yeah, like lean over, like you can't yeah. even see her. You got your arm up, and you're like, "You stupid old bitch, get off the road," you know. And, and she doesn't. You just see her hair moving back and forth, you know. So, <laughs> no. Like she's got a periscope, like she's a fucking submarine captain doing selfies as she's driving. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Look at me, Gladys. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. now here's another terrible, oh, terrible segue. Do any of them have big potholes? <laughs> but the worst potholes in the world yeah, are right here on Staten Island. Staten Island has the worst fucking potholes ever. Yeah. Ever, ever, ever. I just fixed my car, the front end of my car, and, and it's like it's making clangy noises already. It's two months old, man. Jesus. You hit like one or two, ba- like boom. I'm like, oh, 
what did I just break? And then, you know, and then you're pulling, I'm pulling in my driveway and I hear like, I'm like, what the fuck? I just spent all this, I just did the whole front end over. What is squeaking now? Is there a donkey on the, you know, you know, my, same shit. Like, I have a fucking donkey under my fucking hood. What the fuck is happening? And then, you the, the potholes are ridiculous. Oh Staten Island God. is the worst. I, and, and, and a close second is Pennsylvania. Yeah. Pennsylvania roads suck. Like the, the little local roads. Pennsylvania and New York. It's, you know why I think so many New Yorkers go Philly to Pennsylvania? Bad roads too. I've driven in Philly. Well, it's Pennsylvania. Philly's yeah. the city, you know. So. Of but uh, yeah, just Pennsylvania in, in, in general. The roads suck. And then you go upstate. Dude, I go up to fucking Maine. I go up to New Hampshire to do shows. They get a lot more upstate. They get a lot more snow than we get. The roads are oh, nice. Yeah. Dude, I, I went out to Wisconsin. Drove all the way to Wisconsin. Drove home in a snowstorm. Went out two years ago in February for a gig. For, well, for gigs. I did... Um, it was great. I'm trying, I'm trying to remember if it was one of the big ones that we had that, that was like two feet of snow. Um, it was two years ago. It was in between all of that. It was a horrible winter. Yeah. And I drove out the end of February, first week in March. It was like February 27th or 8th. Oh, no, maybe it was even March uh, 3rd or 1st, 2nd or 3rd, like that, to like the, the 7th. It was the first week in March, but it was still a bad winter. And I drove all the way out to Wisconsin to do colleges. Um, and I went, I did, uh, University of Wisconsin. I did Stevens Point. I did, uh, Stout one night, Stevens Point the next night, and then two nights at, uh, Madison. Mm. So it was great. It was, it was a great uh, it, thing. And I was with a really cool kid that, and it was really fun. Every show was sold out and everything was fun and it was exciting. And I thought I was going to be a superstar and a rock star. And that dried up about three months later. And had to <laughs> work. But I had a good six month run while I was running around That's making cool, good though. money doing colleges and it was amazing. Um, and and uh, but those roads, those roads, all that snow and all that, those roads are fucking beautiful. I'm like, what? What's the magic you guys use out here yeah. that that we Photoshop cannot use? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. if it's Photoshop, ooh, it's smooth, you know. Right. Like it's a, and, and then you hit Pennsylvania, and, you know, driving 80, Pennsylvania on, on Route 80, it's five hours. It's like five hours of PA. It's just, it's the endless fucking Pennsylvania. Nothing, nothing like you hit Pennsylvania, you're like, all right, I'm only two states away. It's just Pennsylvania, Jersey, and I'm home. And then like three hours, and you're like, I'm still in Pennsylvania. You know, another hour and a half. Like, when does it fucking home. end? Yeah, yeah. And then like five, six hours later, and you, you finally see like Swiftwater, and you're like, yay, I'm almost out of Pennsylvania. <laughs> and you, you hit a pothole and get a flat. <laughs> I'm stuck in fucking Pennsylvania. You know, it just never ends. Oh, so, man. But with potholes, you, you, Right, we were mentioning before you were doing. Yeah, yeah I just shot. Them. I just shot with Monty Bell. We were teasing about Monty. Monty's a great guy, uh, sketch guy. He messes around. Ooh, sorry, messes around with a little comedy, and he's a really good. Uh, I guess what like a videographer. I guess you'd call him director. And we just shot a funny little sketch that uh, will hopefully be out tomorrow. Or by the time this airs, it's already out. And and look for it. And uh, and it's just loosely based on um, the pothole situation. On it's a fake news report or news report that the potholes on Staten Island are so severe. That NASA is now training their astronauts on the roadways of Staten Island. It's an epidemic. Because yeah, because there's more potholes on Staten Island than there are impact craters on the lunar surface. <laughs> so it's it's funny. It's it's you know you can't you can't do Staten Island without a little bit of Italian in there. And, you know, a little bit of get oh, the, get yeah, the oh, fuck oh, out of here. You know. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's just funny. It was shot. I I, I, uh, I I do it as a joke when I do local bits. I, I wrote this sketch like a year ago, and I was doing it as a joke. Actually, I wrote it as a sketch a year and a half ago, and I wanted to shoot it. Because I, I told Monty, he's like, look, look, much like Chris with me, I, we were talking about that earlier, Chris telling me for like a year we're going to shoot this fucking thing, and then we finally shot Satanist Mingle. I did the same thing with Monty. When I first met Monty, I was like, dude, you are perfect, I want to do this thing, and, and it took a year from the time I told him I wanted to do it to us finally doing it. Right. And, um, 
And I'm like, damn, why did I wait so long? But it came out so good. Like, I mean, I didn't see the finished product, but just watching the dailies and he's editing it right now. And he's saying it should be out tomorrow. I'm hoping tomorrow, Tuesday at the latest. Uh, it was, uh, it's funny, man. And, and, and he did a good job. And yeah, and, we, we, you've shown us the... Uh, I've shown some of the outtakes. Yeah, it's, 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 oh, but I, I shot it was uh, John, John Kirshner, local comedian, funny guy and friend. Um, me, him, uh, this kid, Eddie Pollock, a, a friend of mine's son who's... The, the tech, uh, he's not a comic or anything, just a good kid. I asked him to come along and help me out, and he did. Uh, Kirshner's boy, John Kirshner Jr., was like the sound guy. Really? Holding up traffic when we were oh, doing shooting out on Amboy Road and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then Monty Bell. You can't who, run over a kid. Right, right. Mo Monty Bell, who wasn't only the cameraman and my co-director, me and him directed co-directed it. He's also my anchor man. We shot that Friday, all that anchor man stuff. And then the uh, infamous Rich Carucci, who I don't know if you guys are aware of who he is. Funny, funny comic. Oh, really, I know Rich, yep. Yeah, really funny dude. I love him. I love anything I could do with him. Uh, he plays my Italian. And, you know, and, and uh, uh, it's just, you guys will see it. You'll see it. Hopefully it'll, it's coming in the next couple of days. And and, uh, and I'm hoping something happens with it because something's got to fucking get. I'm, I'm exactly. hoping with, with the pothole situation, I'm, I'm tagging every congressman, every <laughs> assemblyman, every news reporter. Like, I want to send it out to everybody because there is, is a where, topic. It's a hot topic. This is where Bernie Sanders is going to be like, we need an infrastructure plan right now. Right, right, right. We're going to build a dollar infrastructure right. plan. Right. For Vermont. I mean, uh, where are we? New York? Yes, sir. That's a bro. Right, right, right. <laughs> my, uh, my mom the always National Aeronautical and Space Administration. My mom always makes the joke. She says um, they always tear up the streets on Staten Island, and then when they seal it back up, two years later, they're going to rip it back open because they forgot something. Two years later? Yeah, their watch. Yeah. Hey, 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 I lost my watch yeah, six my months watch later. Is down there. I got to go to Pandora now. Right, there, there's, not, there's not a street that they don't pave that within a week yeah. doesn't get ripped open for something else because A doesn't talk to B. Hey, we're gonna do this street all over. All right, when are you gonna be done? Next Tuesday? Good. Where uh, next Thursday? We're coming in to do new uh, sewer lines. So yeah, we'll rip up your brand new asphalt <laughs> for six more months. Yeah, they don't talk to yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah. Please, how many times we live on an island with four bridges? For, uh, 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 a thirteen mile radius. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, I think it's seventeen by nine at its yeah. widest points. But we have four bridges: one to Brooklyn, three to Jersey. They're working on all four bridges at the same yeah. fucking time. No, no one calls anybody. Hey, uh, we're gonna close the Bayonne for about six months. What are you doing? <laughs> well, we're gonna build a new Gothel, so we're gonna have some problems what too. What are, you, what are you doing at the Verrazano? Well, we're gonna rip off the whole top and uh, relay some uh, roads. So yeah, we're gonna have one lane open. Uh, and the outer bridge is just routine maintenance. It's gonna fall. Yeah, it's gonna fall. But we're doing routine maintenance. We're painting it. it. Looks good. When it hits the water, it's gonna look good. So yeah, every every you try to get out of fucking Staten Island, it's impossible. Exactly. It's three hours every direction, and it's a it's a seventeen by nine, and it's wide as point to point. It makes rolling roast and not even worth it anymore. Right, right. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, no, wait a minute. Corn fritters, corn fritters, oh, all worth it. In on. fact, now that you just said it, if you guys are going, you're bringing me some back. That's there all I'm saying. Go. There you go. And if you're gonna go that far, you might as well go another exit and go to L and B. So that's all oh I'm saying. yeah, L and B pizza, yeah. Yeah, so although there's a place on Staten Island now, Kiki's out in Tottenville, on Yetman Avenue and Amboy Road, and yeah. they do a Brooklyn a style, all right, the old classic pizza. Oh, that's right across from Mike's Bagels. Mike Bagels. The old classic pizza. Yeah, you knew from so classic. Many memories. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a, there's a. My, my friend has a restaurant. Um, it's uh, Da Pierre. It's on Victory. Right. It's uh, he. They make some really good pizza. Like her, his mom is the chef, and she used to work at Italy. I don't know if you know Italy is. Um... Wait, is it right? Is it the bottom of the boot? No, no. You're... Oh God! I just got that. Yeah, no, well, we're, we're we're Sicilian, so we're not. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not. You got a man. Oh, so that. you are we're black. Being, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're being kicked out. We're being right, kicked right, out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Italy gave you the boot. 
I watch that on Bugs Bunny and they kick it. But uh, yeah, I wasn't plugging a, a, a restaurant like you all. I was just saying that you can get good L&B pizza from Kiki's or Yetman and Amboy. No, I, was, I, I have no relation to them. But, but the phone but, number is. But uh, no, I'm just teasing. It. If they have what's called the Brooklyn style pizza, five five five, Bensonhurst nine two one three four. That was for your mom too. That was not for you, Chris. That was for your mother. <laughs> if my wife Trixie, if my wife Trixie says I told you so when I get home, I'm gonna punch her right in the mouth. Um, a little, little uh, honeymoon is for you. But yeah, no, they, they they just they make uh, a Brooklyn style. They call it Brooklyn style pizza, but it tastes ninety percent, ninety five percent LMB. So if you want to save the trip, don't want to go over the bridge, pay the toll, suffer on the belt parkway for traffic, go to Forgottenville, Tottenville, how, how Rottenville. How much is the toll now? How, how much is the toll now? Like a thousand dollars? I wish. Like an arm? It's probably like ten thousand at this point. I think for like as, Brooklyn, as, as, as Craig is just zoomed in onto his phone. Because uh, <laughs> I was waiting for, I'm, I'm in uh, Atlantic City this weekend. Oh. That, coming up. And uh, we'll have a private on Saturday on, uh, with, with uh, my buddy Tommy Gooch. And then I have Sunday and Monday. I'm at the, uh, sh- I'm at the Tropicana on Sunday and the Showboat on Monday. Mm. So he just said, I'm, I go, sorry for the delays. I'm going to send the link over now. Ray Vasquez. Thank you, Ray Vasquez. Hey, you guys to Ray. Do you know Ray? Yeah, you guys know Ray. Ray. Oh, Ray's yeah, awesome too, Ray. man. Ray uh, um, Ray was at my special too, and he uh, he helped he, me. He looks like he would be in your special. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He actually he just looks special. He actually uh, he gets a, an honorable mention at the end of my special. He has a, a thank you because I I slept on his couch and in his bed for a month. I went down to I was down in Atlantic City preparing for my special. I did about uh, twenty three shows in like eighteen days. Oh man! In Atlantic City, and then I had my own shows in between. So I would go down there for three or four days. I'd go in on the road and do my shows. I'd come back for like three more days, then four days in Atlantic City, come back home, do you know, a day with my family and go out and do my other shows and go back down. I did that for a month to prepare for my special. So I was just on the ball and not have to think of any of my... That's that internal explosion thing. <laughs> um, that's, that's called AIDS. That's called married with children. When you marry with, and you have kids, that's what happens. Your, your body just, right here in your chest, you it, just, it just explodes. It just, it just expands like, like a cartoon. Like, like, like inside, I, I got a mushroom going like right here. It's like a mushroom cloud. And then I'm just like... But, it's the uh, atomic bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's happening every 15 to 20 minutes right here. Yeah. Shrooms, kids. Shroom yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't do shrooms. Give them to Uncle Craig. There you go. Because uh, I like the pretty colors. No, but yeah, but Ray, Ray, I, so I said, like, thanks for letting me sleep on your couch and shit. He hooked me up with, like, the t-shirt guy and everything. They're all good down there. Matt Bridgestone. Uh, it's his baby. That's his That's his place down there. It's uh, AC Jokes. So acjokes.com for you guys to check it out. Cool. Um, one word, acjokes.com. And, and uh, he has the Tropicana. He has the showboat, and he has uh, the playground. It's a nice lineup right there. Yeah, yeah. The playground is behind. It's in uh, the pier behind Caesars, and he does seven nights a week, ten shows, three on Saturday, seven nights a week in the playground. Uh, he does, I think he's up to like four nights a week at Tropicana at the Club Anthem, and the showboat they're doing, I think for the summer now, they're doing a couple of nights, two or three nights a week. This will actually be my first time at the showboat. Oh, I haven't, because cool. the showboat doesn't have... It has a room, and they get a nice. They do it right there, like in the hallway where, where the floor, the gaming That's floor used cool to be. Idea. Because the gaming floor doesn't have, they took away the gaming. Showboat doesn't have gaming anymore, so That's they true. they had closed it and they opened it as just a uh, as just a uh, hotel. Hmm. So they do restaurants and stuff, but they don't have a gaming license. I'm hoping they change it. So what they use is like one of the things right there on the floor that had a stage, like where bands used to play, and they just set up chairs and it's right there on the floor. Nice. And yeah, you put 200 people, 300 people in there. Like the Audie Lang is down there all the time lately. He's been working out. Bob, the Reverend Bob Levy is down there all the time now. He's dead. You'll find those guys like every Monday and Tuesday down there almost. 
So if anybody wants to go check out AC Jokes. Barney Wang on Hot, Shot, uh, on Hot Ones. It's a YouTube channel with right. like the spicy hot wings. Uh, now you want to talk about something fucking hilarious. Oh, well, he just that. tapes himself that eating? so funny. I love... The, <laughs> listen, Audie, I, I'm, I'm so afraid that he's... Uh, like killing himself, but he's just doing his own thing. But he's funniest dude, nicest guy in the world. Love him. Uh, I've been on his pod pe- podcast a whole bunch of times, and I was on his show, and he had the direct TV show a few times. Uh, just a really nice, genuine guy that we just hope uh, doesn't freaking kill himself. You know, like absolutely. He, he parties, he, he gets in these ruts, and, and like, you know, like most of us, it, it just shows you money, fame. You know, when you have demons, you have demons, no matter what you have. So you can have all the success and fame in the world, but if you have a demon that's kind of hanging over you, uh, it's it's it takes down the rich, the poor, right. the white, the black, uh, just like drugs. No, no one discriminates from race, creed, or color. Exactly. Drugs don't. They treat everybody the same, and so do like when you have demons, issues, which is usually drugs. Like his, it's, it's drugs, yeah. you know. Um, uh, so that's my. Um, that was my minute right there. Your minute of seriousness. Yes, please don't do drugs, kids. I gave them all to me, and I'll take out the spurs of them properly. Again. I'm hold, as I'm holding my pen in my hand for the last hour, playing with the thing. Like, uh, but, uh, I was going to ask you if you could smoke in here, but then I was going to ask you if you could put the fucking air conditioning on. Oh, baby. But yeah, but we've been going like 80 minutes. So, as a final thing, I want you to plug away all the shows you have coming up. <laughs> I think I just did that. No, your social media, <laughs> and most importantly, your social security. Nice, yeah. <laughs> My social security is 1001001. 001. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, listen, me for uh, uh, coming up, go to Swedish. Everybody gets fucked up by it. And C-R-A-I-G, Craig, like, Craig! How'd you get fired on your day off, man? But uh, uh, it's com. Go look for my dates. Uh, August 2nd, I am with uh, Rich Voss, the amazing Rich Voss. Nice. Beautiful comedy under the stars in Linden, New Jersey. It's an outside amphitheater, like a 300-seat theater. Beautiful amphitheater if anybody wants to go and check that out. Um, this weekend, uh, this probably won't air, but I'm, I'll be down there again in uh, one or two weekends in August. You'll find me twice a month down at the Tropicana. Great. And and uh, all we just talked about the Tropicana, the showboat, and uh, that's all that acjokes.com. Go to that. Um, go to my thing, and then um, I'm hoping this this week, my uh, you know this 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 NASA thing, uh, you know, the right people see it and share it. I'm you know, like I said, it's a silly, stupid thing on potholes. It was just fun to do. It's something I wanted to do. It's a local joke. In fact, when I put pictures up on Instagram. A lady, I was like, oh my God, someone listens to me. She's like, oh, when you did this on your, on stage, this was so funny. Because like, I act everything out on stage yeah. and I, I do it lo- excuse me, locally. Uh, because people on other states won't always get it. Uh, although if I'm in Pennsylvania, I could just say that your guys' roads are so bad. NASA's going to train you. Know, like, I just change it up, you know. Uh, but so so hopefully this, this will do something. And, and with your guys' influences, with all the assembly people and congressmen that you know... You know, hopefully three or Christian four. Christian Caputo for president, 2020. Three, three or four people will even uh, watch it. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So CraigLoyger.com and what are your what what is your guys dot com thingy? You oh, guys... uh... crap! <laughs> All right, so you you'll can... never find this anywhere. You'll never yeah, find no, this no, again. So, uh, you'll no. never We're find. We're actually gonna go MIA right after oh, this. Oh no! So uh, uh, you can find us on. Does anybody really want to find you guys? No. 
Him at least. Although I watched a couple of things that you did, like the girl on the street, the, the street and stuff. I watched a few. Uh, oh yeah. Your love thing and whatever. Oh like, god! It was, no, 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 it was like a whole series. It was like wasn't then you do like two or three uh, episodes, like little clips of yeah, with the girl coming to stay at the house, or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> no, it actually was. It was funny. I, I watched more than one. It was funny. Oh thank you. Yeah, if I don't watch it, if I if I can't tell you about it, I, I didn't watch it. Oh. Uh, you know, much like people do to me with my special now. Is that cool? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but you could find us at Caputo Collective uh, on Facebook. Could anybody even spell Caputo? C A P U T O. Oh, that's that's a lot less letters than I thought. <laughs> I, I put at least three or four more letters. Caputo. Caputo. You could find uh, the podcast on Collective Podcast on Facebook and uh, Caputo Collective on Twitter. Uh, you find us everywhere on. Stitcher, you can find us. Well, I, I, I did this in the wraparound in the beginning, but hey, yeah, how come how come you don't, you don't got no? Are you the collective? I'm the collective. He's the Caputo. I'm the man behind the mission. He's the, you're the man behind the mask. Yeah. You are the puppet master. Yeah, exactly. he, yeah Jerry's really the You pull the strings. Jerry's really the one that runs everything. But yeah, but uh, yeah, you can find us on and Facebook. Chris is like, I got no strings to hold <laughs> me down. I love that movie. Ah, uh, <laughs> Pinocchio. Hey, yeah, no well, nose reference there, skinny. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she was. You actually look like, nose. I want to be a real boy. I want I want to be big. <laughs> I want to have muscles. I want to have muscles and, and, and at least weigh 100 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to teen on three digits, please. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm the same weight as my temperature, 98.6. <laughs> 98.6. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> And Jerry's sitting there going, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but uh, it's been great having you on. Yeah, not really, don't lie. But yeah, no, it was actually, it was fun. No, I actually had a good time. Yeah. I, I had fun with you guys. And it's, uh, it was less than, what did we do? It was five o'clock. What did we do? About an hour and a half? Yeah, it's about 87 minutes. About, oh, so we have to do at least three more minutes, right? Make it a full 90? You know, I don't want to. I don't want to shortchange you guys. You guys paid for ninety minutes. I want to. We did. You know, I want to give you a, a full service, ninety minutes, a happy ending. I have to sit between you and go skiing. Okay. Well, here, comes, here comes the here comes the Joe Valenti reference that that, that I want to do. It took us ninety minutes to reference Joe. Valenti. Our friend, the joke on the podcast is that uh, we mentioned my friend Joe because he's never on the podcast, and he always wants to be on the podcast. And but the joke is, is that he's never on. Right. So I'm trying to build a mystique. Uh, and then when we him. have him on, no one... it's a big deal. Oh, oh, oh all, right. all right. Yeah. So, like, we always reference him on the podcast. So, so what's his name? Did, uh, Joe Valenti. Joe Valenti. So, when, so when you did the, uh, oh, happy, happy, happy time, he always makes the joke about that, but he goes, sucky, sucky. Uh, oh, yeah. One time, fun time. Uh, yeah, fun time. I love you, long time. Hey, Joe. I see. That's what they say. And his name is Joe Valenti, yeah. right? So it's like, hey, Joe. Hey, uh, Joe is, is Joe Valenti? Joe Valenti. Hey, Joe Valenti. I love you, long time. You buy me drink? Mmm. I lived that, man. I was in the Navy. I was in the Philippines and Thailand in 1988 and 1989. I, I actually had real women say those words verbatim. I had a t-shirt that said, I love you long time, buy your own fucking drink. It was <laughs> awesome. Oh, my God. Next time I'm on here, I'll tell you how I got the clap from two guys. Well, we were one. <laughs> it was, there was three of us. I really got, I got the clap from... I got one of them Joe Valenti? No, no, uh, no, no, but his name was Joe that night. There you go. We were all Joe that night. <laughs> no, um, yeah, it was actually one guy, and me and the other guy got the clap. It was us and three girls the night before payday in, in the oh, Philippines. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that didn't turn it on and off. No, a metal, metal Q-tip about three inches long going up the shaft of your penis. That's 
We'll teach oh. you to wear a rubber the next time. That's what that'll oh, teach. Hey. That'll, that teaches you condom lessons right there. Okay. So well, that, and on that we'll, lovely note. We'll talk. We'll, and the worst is you're standing on a line with another hundred guys that all got the clap in the Philippines. And you're, you're on line on the ship and you're sitting there. Chris, and it's Chris, like, it's like you got 30 more seconds to stay. Yeah, no. It's, <laughs> it's like you're, you're waiting on line like, for like the scream, the great American scream machine. Like you're really afraid. You know something bad's going to happen, but you're not quite sure what it is, but you have to stay on this line. And down the hall you hear like every 45 seconds you hear, oh, oh. <laughs> and then a guy walks with his head down like pulling his pants up out of the door in the other direction so they don't come through you again they go the other way and then you're like one step closer and one step closer and you finally get in there to hear what's actually happening oh, in the room man. and you walk in and there's just two guys with a whole bunch of things with your name your name you know you fill out your thing and you and they put it on a little label and they go alright drop your legs drop, drop your pants down to your ankles and lean up against the wall you gotta sit like you're sitting in bench style up against the wall and then grab your penis and open with your fingers and first of all your penis knows way ahead of you that something bad's happening to it so it's inside it's like it looks it's like this it's like hey i'm not coming out i'm not coming out like you know and and you're like no no you must and then they break out a q-tip a metal q-tip and they put it up about two inches inside your penis turn it back and forth a few times and pull it out and you finally get to relieve that scream that you heard so many times before you, like be smiling and you, you and you, there's no way you don't not scream, and that's why they make you lean up against the wall so you don't back up, because they have to do it again. And you're just like, ah, ah, and then you come out and you are that guy, and then you, you're like, oh my god, thank god it was over. It was only two or three seconds, but it felt like 15 minutes. And then you go downstairs, and half hour you're down, you, half hour goes by, 45 minutes, and you're sitting there and you forget all about it. Now you're drinking, you're eating, you you go, oh, I gotta go to the bathroom. I was about to say, and you go into the bathroom and. Now, that could be a 45 second to a minute ride, you know? Oh, oh. And just the whole time. <laughs> you know, when they tell you that you're pissing fire, no lie. It was I, I felt like a dragon in fucking uh, in Game of Thrones. I was like, <laughs> you know? Blowing flames into the toilet bowl. It was incredible. So, another lesson here, kids. Don't do drugs and wear prophylactics. Especially when you're uh, having sex with um, Asian hookers in the Philippines. And know that lovely. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great experience, I tell you. Yeah, it was a I, wonderful. Time. I, I wanted to leave on a high, but instead, let's leave on uh, damaging uh, penis uh, references. That's what you usually happens. Any other way? Right. What, yeah, what, what, well, it is the Caputo Collective, right? Yes. So we just collected a collective of collections. Yes. <laughs> Somewhere along the line. Now we're going to collect my payment. No, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just bend over, just uh, drop your pants, and I'll open you the head of your pants. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, it's been great having you on. <laughs> on that note, before we get into Ba-da-dum. some more crazy uh, p- penis jokes, Craig Lygren.com. Craig Lygren.com. Blue Collective. All right.